0: Welcome to another edition of Talk Back Fans. I'm Pat Langdon.
1: I'm Danny Boyce. Terry Mike Mahelly, And the gang is all here. We're back. Took
0: a week off and, uh... God, were we incredibly lucky that we did last week. We got to see <laughs> two fantastic basketball games and uh, it was pretty nice. Uh, John Carroll, congratulations to the ladies of uh, John Carroll University. They're going dancing, yeah. including Terry's great call of the final shot incredibly lucky you know we just we turn it on and, and stuff happens we have terry. a great producer <laughs> 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 I'm telling you.
2: which again is why i don't screw with you when you say eh, we're gonna go live my okay. fa-
0: my favorite yeah. part of that danny is before yeah. i hit the go live button mm-hmm. and you'll get a kick out of this mic i said terry just set this up and let the picture tell the story right mm. and he's like okay got it so he he it <laughs> you know what he sets the stage. <laughs> I know exactly where this And is going. immediately goes oh, into play-by-play
1: mode. By play by play oh yeah, <laughs> I couldn't help myself. That was fantastic. I it, laughed. It, I did it's chuckle. a good thing
2: that John Carroll had the ball because I knew who their five right. players on the <laughs> floor were, so I could roll with it. I had no clue who was on the floor for Ohio Northern at the end. Um, oh. But yeah, what a
1: but uh, <laughs> a fantastic ending.
2: But but a great ball game the whole way. Right. Um, and I mean, we were fortunate we covered. So so since we were last year. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we had to battle for the bridge a week and a half ago. at has to lakeside yep. when we, when we were up in the dragon's lair.
0: Yeah. The drag dragon's lair.
2: Then the following <laughs> night, <laughs> the following night we go over to Lakewood and we see Toledo Whitmer and St. Ed's in the great. nest.
1: Yeah. Great, great basketball. In game the game. Eagles nest.
2: Right. Yeah. Monday game. We were highly criticized for covering. We see Benedict and Harvey 56 50. Good game. The whole way.
3: Highly or a couple of guys. Well, a couple of guys, Hiley but they make a lot of size. noise.
2: <laughs> then Tuesday night, we were fortunate enough. We were at uh, John Carroll for the first round, the, the quarterfinals of the women's tournament, where they dug themselves a 24-11 hole um, and then slowly but surely worked out of it. And that ended up being a pretty good ball game. And, and Saturday afternoon, yeah, we get the two of the best atmospheres I think we've been in all year basketball-wise. The women's championship, OAC championship game Saturday afternoon at John Carroll and then followed up by Saturday night. At Menor for Lake and Menor, uh, to to paraphrase Danny, if there was a night to commit a crime in Menor, that was it because <laughs> most of the city was there.
0: And, and I, I Guilty. will t- and I will tell you what, Danny, you know how he was just talking about how we have a great producer. Oh yeah, he put on his producer hat. Oh yeah, because there was a call at the end, <laughs> about four minutes left in the game. Mm-hmm. That if he would have handed me that mic during the postgame show, <laughs> I'd still be talking right now. I, I made an executive decision.
2: It, it was the the unfortunate part about those two games. And again, great atmospheres. They ended up being pretty good ball games. I thought they were also two of the most poorly officiated oh, games, yeah, absolutely that, that we saw. And and I'm not blaming the. I'm not saying that the refs were not. Capable of referring those games, but it seemed like in both cases, the games were too big for the crews that were assigned to them. For sure. I um, agree 100%. Be- because we saw a lot of deer in the headlights. We saw a lot of inc- – and it went both ways. That was the only consistent yeah. part of their inconsistency is it went both ways. And we were beginning to wonder if they were ever going to call a travel on the one end of the floor in Menor, um, <laughs> right. And then they finally did call it there in the second half. But, the yeah, the, the call that, that Luca Ella filed out on – we were pretty convinced was going to be an and one might've been a better no call than, right. than either call. Right. And at that point they're down seven and he gets the bucket, makes the foul shot. It's a four point game. That's the closest they had been since, since very early in the ball game. Right. Um, but, but good, you know, you know, great tournament atmosphere, at John Carroll really good playoff type atmosphere at Menor. Um, and Danny, we got to interview Joey Turok again. Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> I did see that. Cause that
1: kid's everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> he covers a lot of ground. Yeah. yeah. But that Quickly. was,
2: yes, but it was, you know, we had some, we had some great hoops to cover and, and we saw some really nice players that, you know, the Edgewood team, I was very impressed by, mm-hmm. you know, I had heard a lot of, well, they haven't really beat anybody. They haven't done this. They haven't done that. They had a game in hand the whole way. They never, they never
1: really let, uh, yep. Lakeside into the game.
0: Yeah, Thomas, think- what's good. Your whole high school career, my man.
1: <laughs> and I think we kind of talked about it during that, you know, during that game, how mm-hmm. they were in control the whole game. You never felt like there was any sense that they were losing control of it. Right. They were in, really, they were in the driver's seat that whole game. Right. And yeah. very impressive performance, really. Yeah. Not a. Do- they, they didn't look like they were dominating, but then you're looking up at the scoreboard and they're up nine. And then you're looking up and they're up fifteen. Right. And just, Nineteen, and then twenty-five. Yeah, yeah and... nothing spectacular, but just a six-zero here and 9-0 here. But never a multi. Bucket run against them.
2: Right. Yeah. I think the biggest run Lakeside put together was five oh. Yeah. And Saturday night we go to St. Edwards and, and they're down eight at the end of one and then just a phenomenal performance the final three quarters uh to win that game against a, a state ranked team from Toledo Whitmer.
1: Very impressed yeah. by the way and they Ed's that we've seen them a couple of times too. I don't care who they're playing, they're gonna be a, they're gonna be trouble on the boards. Yes. And it's you're getting one shot. You better make it because mm-hmm. you're not getting a second opportunity against those guys. Right. And then four pretty
2: good games after that. So it was good. And, and now it's tournament time. And uh, we we're finalizing the schedule for this weekend.
0: Matt Herman, we're finalizing it. This We haven't gotten it yet.
2: Yes, we haven't. We, I think we've made the decision. Now we just have to reach good. out to the schools right. and, and, and get the approval. But I think we're looking at Friday night. What what looks like it will be Geneva at Painesville. Harvey, uh, whoever wins that Geneva game tonight. And then on Saturday night, you know, provided that Solon wins tonight, which you would think that they would. Solon at Willoughby South, a 5-4 matchup um, in a sectional final, which really should be a district final game. Uh, you know, Solon goes to the state finals last year. A little bit of a rough start this year. Played a very difficult schedule. Um, they're as hot as anybody right now. They beat St. Ed's a little bit more than a week ago. Uh, so there's some good basketball coming up. So hopefully we'll have two pretty good ballgames this week. And, and we're going to shoot for play by play for both because after that, then it kind of becomes a coverage type
0: situation and, once you get to the district. And then speaking of not so good basketball, as we're going to transition into the first thing I think we should talk about tonight is the um, is the, so-called, the, sec- the second first thing, the second first thing. There you go. The second, first thing. Well,
3: before we do that, okay, I gotta make a quick shout out to Debbie koenig Mills. Is she is she watching? She is watching, and uh, a longtime friend, also John Draghi. Yes, Pastor John Draghi. Absolutely, both battling cancer.
0: Hi Deb. We're all wishing you the best, and uh, absolutely, yes, absolutely. I didn't know John very well, but I, I know of him, and we wish him the the best too.
2: And I have some condolences to pass on. Oh, go ahead. Uh, the guy that we played some ball against. Um, Jim Turner passed away very suddenly end of last week the wake was on Sunday Um, you know it's one of those situations where I I didn't know I didn't know Jim all that well played ball against him for six or seven years hadn't seen him for a number of years and then ran into him um, having dinner one night with my sons about 12 years ago and it seemed like every year after that I would bump into him once or twice last time I probably saw him was was last summer Uh, fierce competitor great guy passed away at 60, way too young. Um, you know, the things you find out when you, when you go to wakes where you didn't know somebody all that well, but, you know, somebody told me at one time, and I said, you know, if, if you get the opportunity to go to wake if somebody you knew, no matter how well you knew them, you should go. It's not important to you. It's important to the family. Um, and then I found out how he had passed. It was very suddenly he had a heart attack, arterial blockage, very similar to how my dad passed. Um, his daughters are a bit older than I was when my dad passed away. And I think I was maybe able to impart a little bit of wisdom to them in terms of, Hey, the one, the one good thing that you girls will always have is your memories of your father will be of this big, vibrant guy who was full of life. Um, and I think that that always helped me kind of put things in perspective and move forward when it happened. Uh, but way too young, saw probably eight or 10 guys that we played ball against. Um, so it was good. You know, so I, 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 wish his family the best, uh, you know, his brother who I see in church sometimes, you know, told me, he says, he really appreciated the fact that my comment was, I was sorry for your loss. He was a, he was a tough out in a fierce competitor. He said, he loved the fact that I went straight to baseball. And I said, well, that's how I knew your brother. Um, so, but, uh, you know, sorry for them. He was 60, a little bit too early. Obviously some people said, well, it's a lot a bit too early. Uh, you know, some of his teammates were like, what do you mean a little bit too early? It's a lot of bit too early. Um, but very unfortunate. But um, you know, wish early. his family the best. Right, exactly. So, well, now
0: on to our regular scheduled nonsense. Third, first. Summer. Third, <laughs> three words. First syllable. There you um, go, Jim
3: Ross. I speak. four notes.
0: Any, anyone, anyone surprised by uh, LeBron's comment the other day? Throw basically taking his entire franchise that he's playing for now. And not only throwing them under the bus, I think he actually was driving the bus that ran them over.
1: I thought it was Sandra Bullock driving the bus, but I could be wrong.
0: That, <laughs> was, that was speed, Danny. Oh,
1: <laughs> my bad. Is anybody <laughs>
0: yeah. surprised by it? Because I'm not well, at all.
3: So here's, you're surprised th- in a good way or a bad way?
0: Am I, are, are you asking me if I am? Yeah. I'm not surprised. And in, in this is his MO. I, I mean, it's been
3: his M.O. Do you think it's a bad thing that he's doing it? Or do yes. you, th- you think he's lighting a fire yes, under no, other no. players' butts? I, I I think the reality of it is for all
0: of the bluster about this wasn't about basketball and all of that nonsense, at the end of the day, I think him and his PR machine has realized that his legacy that he rebuilt or whatever you want to say when he came back here is now being tarnished by the fact that.
3: Y'all he, making me look bad, right?
0: Exactly. I
3: think that was the same case with the Cavaliers, though. They were making him look bad, and he called. Yeah, they went called the, ass on him and it's, stuff. It's, but, it's, yeah.
0: when you go to four straight finals, I mean that that's pretty bad.
3: Yeah. No, I'm talking about early on.
0: Well, yeah, the first time maybe, but he and, can't,
3: yeah, and he still took those guys to finals. You think he's taking the Lakers team to anywhere? No, maybe because, barely because, the playoffs.
1: Go ahead, Danny. Right now they're three. They're what is it? They're three back of the spurs, spurs for, for the eighth for spot. the eight spot and besides that they still got to jump sacramento who's pl- actually playing pretty well too and to be flat out blunt it's not that lakers team just they're not that good well they're just not before lebron not went really out though they were a third or fourth yeah.
3: seed though so let's not forget that uh you
1: know missing 18 games which you know it's the I first time he's ever missed any significant time like that i think they'll come back it's almost like playoffs, he's getting but. older danny what a shocking development. Wait, you mean, you mean players' age? Wow, that's weird.
0: Yeah, really. Because normally guys his age, you know, are in tip-top They're shape. just getting to the peak. Right. Yeah, they're just getting their
1: peak right now. Um, yeah. Um, Unless you're
0: Barry Bonds and Roger Clemens. But, but you'd I, still like
1: to have them in Cleveland, wouldn't you? I don't know. I don't know. After no – I brought – you know, hey, I brought this up last year. At some point, you, you were going to have basketball without him. Right. Might as well get it out of the way now. I it mean, was going to happen sooner or I'm later. I'm not sure
0: we and, – and that's another thing I want to talk about as far as basketball in Cleveland. Mm-hmm. But the LeBron James comment is so indicative of not only him, but I think what's wrong with the general player population in the NBA. I, that's okay. I, yeah. I, I just think that, that I've never seen a player, especially in this comp- – this situation be completely in need of a mirror. There you go, Terry. (sighs) Um completely in need of a mirror. Thank you. More than 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 LeBron is in this particular I don't know what he thought was gonna happen when he got there. Space Jam two is not a distraction, right? No not at all. They'll
2: have all all kinds of time for it this summer. Right, right. And and oh by the way, and Alex pointed this out, his teammates will be worse in the movie than they are in real life. You think Newman's going to the rack hard? <laughs> is he going to call
3: them out too?
2: Of course he will.
1: Should.
0: I, I, I think that he's he's indicative of a, a, a cultural not the word of the day. No good one though. Indicative. That's uh, that's, uh, a strong, of that's a culture, strong that's a strong bullet. Seven ten. Right at the culture of of sports
3: in general anymore. There is no accountability. It's really that. It's Do you that, think he started that culture? When did that culture start? Was it Kobe? Was it Shaq? Who started uh, it? You
1: could go all the way back Charles to Rogers Barclay. Hornsby. Yeah, I, I, I mean, yeah talking you, about, I'm talking can, about ba- I basketball. I go all the way back. And I'm talking about basketball.
0: But it's not a 24-7 thing like it is now, though, Danny. Oh, when I understand Rogers that, Hornsby didn't have – he wasn't on Twitter.
1: No. No, he was at the track <laughs> racking up a $50,000 debt. But, um, That's all. But the point – Well, my, my, to my now. point is absolutely
0: it, – it's valid. It, it's not something new, but it's something that, it had, because of the 24-hour news cycle, it's something that gets blown up every day. Yeah. So, whenever – I mean, there's yeah. microphones in front of this well, guy. Well, today was
3: definitely browbeat LeBron Day. Yeah, ESPN the beat yeah. the heck out of him today. Well, as they did on uh, Fox Sports as well. I didn't really watch it. Skip and Shannon were yeah. tearing him up a bit. Even Shannon jumped off a little bit on him. And, and the – Shay Sharp. It, i
0: understand that you're not going to take responsibility for losing
4: it's
3: like the bud light commercial well that's exactly 10 other guys could Let, have fallen on the ball that's exactly who it is it's <laughs> leon that's exactly right
0: i'm
1: do i did my part
0: in, and the rest aren't doing their part and I, i'm sorry but that's not how team sports work
1: no but it worked that way under mj too jordan was the same way they it's but okay,
0: and I'm gonna I'm gonna say this, and I know this is gonna sound sacrilegious because there's so many people out there that think Michael Jordan is the be all and end all when it comes to basketball. He didn't win anything till Scottie Pippen showed up. He didn't yeah. win anything until Phil Jackson showed up. Amen. And they, you know, you can say what you want, and we talk about system quarterbacks all the time, Danny, and system this and system that. Mm-hmm. Teams win. Right. Teams win. At the end of the day, he was a fantastic basketball, individual basketball player. Mm-hmm. But you take all of the rest of those links off that chain, mm-hmm. he don't have his rings. It doesn't work that way. Yeah. Well, but who does? That's the that's, point. That's kind of what we're that's saying. That's what yeah. we're saying. But LeBron, when we win, it's because of – it's, it's – what's his name? John Cooper. When we won, it was because I'm a great coach. When we lost, it was because our players didn't do well. That doesn't work in the real world. And these guys, regardless of the talent level they may or may not have, the, the I don't even know what ball is on the team is Lavar. No, it's Lonzo. It's Lonzo, a Lonzo whatever. Lavar's the father, whatever. There's there's too many of them as far as I'm concerned. Lonzo,
1: right? Larry Curly and Mo. Right.
0: Lavar, what would you say Lonzo? Lonzo, Lonzo. Lonzo. And then there's Lamello who's well, inspired, and LiAngelo,
2: who is – I don't even know where he's at.
0: Lemongelo, is that
2: what you said? Isn't that an Italian after-dinner drink? <laughs> yeah. But if – And aperitif,
3: so to It should speak. be. Very nice. If
0: you're <laughs> – Which is also not the word if of the you're, day. If but. you're Lonzo Ball, and regardless if it doesn't show on TV and mm. it doesn't show in the stats, you're not going to tell him that he can't walk the same walk as LeBron James. And that's the problem when, when LeBron starts calling these guys out, regardless if they can play or they can't, they don't think they can't play. So th-
3: th- he's just pissing them off. Because Sad really, thing that's, yeah. that's in a lot of uh, the but the, industries in music. There's a lot of guys in the music industry that think they can play that really can't. And they, they talk the same kind of crap. Like you think they have platinum records under the belt was your gold record. Right. <laughs> but the brilliant move was the Pelicans, <clears throat> Yeah,
2: by holding out and just – Well, not. It, it's not even so much that they held out, Danny. It's that I wouldn't they think can, GM the,
0: thinks it was a great move.
2: No, I, I I think they're very proud of what they did because they helped create the chaos in L.A. by continuing to push the narrative of everybody's on the table. So you you take a group of young guys who we all said a year ago – well, not, not quite a year ago, but over the summer when he signed with them. Yep. And people immediately said, oh, they're the three seed in the West. And we we said – with who? Yeah. Who the hell is he carrying to the three seed in And I And I, you're right, Mike. I think they were the five before he got hurt.
1: Well, maybe the three seed in the Pacific uh-huh. Division, but. But
2: they continued, the Pelicans continued to push the narrative that, hey, the Lakers are offering us everybody. You know what, And I think here's another. And, and so you take a group of young guys and, and, and kind of walk. I'm not washed up is too strong a word, but, but some guys, some veterans who've seen better days and you start you continue to push the narrative that hey any of you guys and all of you guys cuz isn't that didn't didn't he make a similar comment when he was here last year I'll trade all you guys right, right. Yep. all That's you all had to do chance. was sprinkle a little magic dust to to get the doubt kicked up right and that team has not been the same
3: since nope that kind of trade offer reminds me of the old uh, Johnny yeah. basketball leagues i'll yeah. give you this 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 well, I'm getting seven guys for one. Look at all the stats I'm yeah. getting with those seven guys. Yeah. So you start cutting people. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And the Dallas
2: Cowboys got how many guys for Herschel Walker and then cut them all, all the and then used yeah. the draft choices exactly. from the Vikings. Right.
1: Yep. That was a still the greatest form of highway robbery. But one of the other things I wanted to bring up was part of the reason that happened, you're talking about some, the ownership of the Pelicans are used to being an NFL ownership mm-hmm. where wait, we don't have to trade this guy. We, he's still on contract for a year and a half. Right. We don't have to trade them, so you know what? We will hold on to them. And
2: And I think they're doing the same things with the Celtics now. I think all of this approach of, hey, Boston said everybody's on the table for Anthony Davis, I'm not quite sure that's coming out of Boston.
0: Regardless, I I think that the players hold. And again. And you want to talk about a team that doesn't like each other? Oh. Right.
2: Danny Ainge's crew, they don't like each other. No, they don't. No, they don't. don't.
0: Well, you got the
3: guy that came there to be his team. I kind of—I wonder sometimes if Kyrie Irving even watched his movie, Uncle Drew. Because it's supposed do. to be a movie about having character, and, and I, I just don't see it in his day-to-day
0: C-plus life. movie, by but, the way. But see, I did watch there, that over the weekend, a C-plus point, movie. That's a very good point. He's a, he's a prime example of what I've said is uh, – he doesn't look at the overall picture. He looks at the snapshot of what. Mm-hmm. And again, I'm not suggesting he's living off the shot because that's he's he's a better player than that. Right. But I think he's living off the shot. I think he believes get a shot. Right. I think that he's he believes that he was going to go to Boston and do the same things he was going to be able to do here. Mm-hmm from out underneath LeBron's thumb. And the first thing Boston did after they got him was got Gordon Haywood.
1: I thought they had Haywood first. Maybe, you know,
0: you understand what I mean. It was never going to be.
3: It's kind of like getting Kevin Love first before they got LeBron. Right, right. It's, you know, it is what it is.
0: And again, the fact that those two are at least privately, which has been reported that they're talking about reuniting in -hmm. in Los Angeles,
3: it's just, it's, it's. Will it feel so good? (laughs) I was going to, but... (laughs)
1: You
0: got to be quick. Will they understood?
1: (laughs) Man, the one's still dead, right? Peaches. Yeah. And her. Linda Peaches Green died? I think.
0: Oh, man. Oh, yeah, that's that's right. right. She had stomach cancer, didn't she? Yes. Oh, God rest her soul, too. But uh, the fact that they're even contemplating that Mm -hmm. shows you what exact nonsense was going on here. It had nothing to do with any of the things they said it was going on, and it was just... It was – I think they were sticking at the
3: Gilbert is what I think it is. Well, you know somebody locally that act, acted like that on an amateur softball level. Yes, I do. So, I mean, you don't know what the inner work is of their minds are, but you have an idea that it's not, it's not something you wanted to be a part of. No. But you wish they would have appreciated what they had. But they don't.
2: Right. So,
3: I'm not going to name
0: names. And Danny, I want you to explain something to me. This is an NBA thing too because – According to you, the league is thriving. Am, am, am I putting that correctly? They're doing very. They are doing very well. Okay. The Cavaliers have lost fifty-six percent of their viewership. Okay. Sure. Yeah. And that's just
1: like a quarter. And, the and they're night.
0: still. They're still the second r- highest-rated team in the NBA.
1: Well, that tells how, you how, that tells you how high they were rated from no, a local that, s- second highest in terms of what Pat? ratings
0: Tellers television television right. rating. yeah uh-huh. They lost 56% and they're still number 2.
1: That's cuz everyone was following LeBron. <laughs> they are that number 2. I'll tell you that. <laughs> no, but that's just a pet that just tells you how high that just tells you the visibility of LeBron James. Yeah, I get that part, but what I'm trying to say is
0: if the league is thriving like you said mm-hmm. and a team lost 56% of their viewership, yeah,
1: they shouldn't be the second-ranked team in the in the league. But did that, that
2: cost them any money, Danny? No. That
3: just tells The you average franchise, were, the
1: average franchise is worth just under 2 billion dollars. And that's I mean so and, 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 and I'm gonna
0: use the antique argument. Mark Wise, who who founded Wise Advertising, was an antique guy. He, okay. he, and I remember one day he brought in this big oaken chest thing. He says, How much do you think that's worth? I said, How much do I think it's worth? Or how much did you pay for it? Mm-hmm. And he said, Well, how much do you think it's worth? I go, To me, it's not worth twenty five cents. I wouldn't
1: buy it. Well, that's all fine and dandy, Pat, but the fact of the matter is if you were gonna go and buy an NBA franchise you're Question $2 about $2 that?
3: Question about that? Did it have the soup Nazis recipe? Yeah, was it Carl No, it <laughs> a... <laughs> that's worth a lot. You guys are idiots, both of you. <laughs> you too, Danny. All
0: three of you. Thanks, no. I appreciate that. But I, I, I understand the, the the values of the franchise. I get that yeah. part. So they're obviously worth that yes. because they wouldn't be able to to get that if that was the case. Well, they're worth. I'm that... just trying to understand who the people are that are 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 making the value of this it's not the players and it sure as heck isn't the owners fake news yeah
1: who who's creating who's creating this
0: well you mean between team? all the,
1: between the television revenues and but they're telling I'm just I'm trying to tell you that television they are viewership making, is down I'm telling you for a fact that they are making well, maybe maybe like the Cavs are down not just the oh, Cavs
0: the whole league
1: they are still down. doing well overseas This is an international product, and they are doing just fine. You remember when we had that album in in Singapore? It was huge.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Danny, let me me ask you this question. Mm -hmm. So the NBA current TV contract runs for how much longer? Two more years? I want to say two more years. That sounds about right. So correct me if I'm wrong here. Mm -hmm.
0: But over and the funny, next, so does the I think the players uh, collective, collective bargaining. bargaining. At I, the I think same time. I think you're probably oh, yeah. right. Mm-hmm.
2: But over the next two years, the NBA and, the, and each of the teams is going to get pretty much the same amount of TV revenue, mm-hmm. whether anybody turns on a damn game or not. Exactly, right? yeah.
0: And that's so because I, that because that money's guaranteed. Yes, right. So from the from that standpoint,
2: yes. At some point, if you're valuing it on future cash flows. You're starting to say, okay, in two years, it might go down if nobody continues to watch. But right now, what are they worried about? It's all that soap they don't, opera. They don't care. That... Checks are coming in, man, every month, every week, however often they get, the, they get those revenue Ain't checks in the league them. for the broadcasting rights. They keep
0: coming in.
3: Yeah. What were you saying, Mike? It's the very thing we were talking about. These guys create these little mini soap operas and people want to watch. People want to see what the Cavs are doing without LeBron. That's part of why they're still in the top conversation. I don't, but maybe, it's all, maybe all the sports writers, like guys like us, they won two
0: games doing. in a row the other day, and they were talking like they have been on like a 15-game winning streak. I'm like, dude, you won two games. Dude.
3: Dude. The <laughs> team just lost. <laughs> dude. 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 My <laughs> I did just bring it on. Dude.
1: No, but I mean, it's. Are you hiding in the closet? With with the that isn't yeah. Dude. 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 <laughs> Oh, but I that is the name the league right now yeah I understand tell I believe you know viewerships down a little from what it was last year but they're still doing well it's not like they're starving they're doing just fine so, and I mean now they're doing I mean now they have they have daily talk shows and everything where they didn't have that 5 years ago they're the league but is still but much better but isn't
0: that isn't that just a uh, a symptom or a of, of the fact that they have to fill space on all of these networks. They don't have talk shows.
1: They had to. Well, they had to fill it before, but they weren't filling it with that. Now they are filling it with that. Uh, I don't know about that. Yeah. It's more popular than you want to you, accept. You don't,
2: you don't think The Jump is more compelling TV than Australian Rules Football? Do I? Yeah.
0: I've never even watched The Jump, okay. so I couldn't tell you. I don't watch ESPN except for live events because
2: – Fair enough. But so – Cavs' numbers are way down. Where are the Lakers' numbers versus last year? Or does it really ma- doesn't it matter?
1: I don't really think that even matters. Yeah, it's...
3: But where are they? That I don't know. Statmaster. But I
0: think, I, know. I think at the end of the day, the Lakers, to Danny's point about fans not really mattering in the equation, Laker fans aren't. They're not, they don't, they're not concerned. The, the Laker fans that wear the jerseys and the hats and, and buy the gear and all of that stuff, Aren't filling the Staples Center. No, the people not. that are filling the Staples Center are the ones that can pay six thousand yeah. dollars for a
3: Jack Nicholson and Diane. Cannon no, but I'm are saying still si- going to Lake. But six, right. six, Donald Sutherland than every other
2: series. Right. Yeah, Billy Crystal still supporting the Clippers. Right, but the the corpse of Penny Marshall still supports the Clippers. So right, God
0: rest her soul. Yes, Shamil Shmazel.
2: Right,
3: um,
0: but average fans don't go to the Staples Center. That's they no, just, I, the, I would, I would agree with that whereas here you they know maybe
2: they, go once or twice a year they're they have not, they're they have, not going on a regular basis they have
0: loudville or whatever the heck they call it right here where you know it's a five dollar ticket or ten dollar ticket or whatever mm-hmm. they don't really have that i don't think it, at the staples center and i i understand that it's popular danny I, i'm not suggesting that it's not i'm just trying to figure out how something that is so clearly from a ratings perspective in decline. Holding, it its, va- year, holding it its value. The they, team
1: dropped one year. Yeah.
0: Not just them. They dropped one year. You're, you're missing what I'm saying. It's the entire league is down. But you're
1: acting state. like it's a trend. It's one year. That's not a trend.
0: Okay. What, when it's you're not,
1: buy, it, It's not a trend. You
0: don't buy advertising packages in four- and five-year increments.
1: I understand that. <laughs> you base it on. You might know a little bit about A little that. bit. Just I'm a bit. tad. I'm not yeah. arguing that. I'm just telling you one year is not a trend. Um, I'm just
3: asking how how you can make the What about the
1: 350 days?
3: <laughs> Why are you talking? Think about it for a minute. Get back to me. <laughs> so, Danny, let me ask you this. Ask
1: yes, away.
2: Do you think that this little lull that the Golden State Warriors seem to be going through—lost mm-hmm. for the third time to the Rockets the other night—yep. Um,
1: right now in the the lead third in the conference in the overall ratings
2: right they're third in the overall standings you know Milwaukee seems to be coming on Toronto seems to be coming on do you think this is a good for the game because it takes a little bit of the focus off of the hey wait a minute the Warriors might be it it puts more focus on the Warriors might be human Mm -hmm. and B do you think there's any chance to kind of borrow one of Pat's thoughts from the NFL that it's Somewhat choreographed, orchestrated, choose the word to say, maybe somewhat scripted.
3: Conspiracy.
2: Um, Because I think you watch more NBA than the rest of us have. And I'm still a basketball fan. Yeah. But I readily admit if I'm flipping channels and the Cavs are on, Mm -hmm. I'm not watching for very long. I can appreciate that because they're but even even other games. I'm not I'm not as compelled as I was in the past, unless it's
1: well, oh, there are definitely so certain teams box, I'll watch more than the other. Frank, ones. Yeah, we, I
3: watch, watch the Cavs as long as Kevin Love's on the floor. As soon as he comes off, so you've watched about 15
1: seconds of basketball this year. About 15 seconds of basketball.
0: <laughs> um, <laughs> it's a good 15 seconds, you
3: know Oh yeah, there.
0: yeah. Um, You'd be better off watching old highlights of him on the Timberwolves. Yeah, I, I,
1: You'd be better off makes, reading old highlights. <laughs> um, I do think it's going. to – Yep. I do think it makes for more compelling television. I found the land. Um, that. <laughs> Golden State, you know, the Golden State's going through the, you know, right. these. Um, you know, one of the things that we talked about at the beginning of the year, everyone thought it was going to be just a complete cruise control for them, and it has not been the case. Mm-hmm. It really hasn't. Even I don't get wrong, they're going to have a sensational record. Right. They're going to end up winning 55, 60 games. You know, I mean, but it has not been an easy track for them. Um, I do think that uh, you got a couple of teams like you said, Toronto, Milwaukee, in particular, um, that you know are going to give them a run. In- by the way, that Denver team over there, they're pretty good, too. Yeah. Um, that's another team can give them some. And there's going to be some interesting things that will happen. Um, and I do think that the whole, you know, the idea of – and I know there are people of a certain generation that don't like these super teams and things like that. I know that plays into a big part of it, why people, you know, might frown upon it. Mm-hmm. But the overall part of it is – You know
0: what's funny about super teams, Danny? Because
1: mm. I'm not one of them. I could care less. Oh, well, yeah, I
0: mean – when 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 Cleveland was losing to Golden State in all of those finals, mm-hmm. people were complaining about them being a super team. You know, yeah, yeah. not looking at Cleveland as being a super team. Yeah, because they dominated the Eastern Conference for four years. Oh yeah, pretty much. You know, mm-hmm. I mean the playoffs anyway.
3: Yeah. Um, and now they're saying Houston might be the team to beat Golden State. So, how is that a bigger super team? Right.
0: I I, I think. I'm I'm
3: shocked at
0: how poorly Golden State is. because you remember when we when when they got what's his name?
1: Oh, and they got uh, cousins, was cousins and everybody. Was, was, I yep. I thought for
0: sure that I mean you might as well just run the league. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And I I'll admit that obviously that hasn't worked out to the not yet no, but it hasn't worked out the way that they're I like envisioned they're like it.
3: they've been. They're gonna turn it on when they need to. They're champions. They're not sweating it. They're just getting well, their
2: shit together.
1: Well,
0: that. I think the teams—they're well, game and a half
2: up on Denver, right?
0: Yeah, I think Denver has played extremely well. I mm-hmm. think that they—they're an up-and-coming team. If they're not just—they're on the cusp. Yeah. If they're not—well,
3: don't forget, Draymond was off for a little bit too, right? I, I think it—I I think
0: it's great to answer your question, Tara. I think it's great for the game that there's more teams involved. But to Danny's point, you know. We, I especially like to look back nostalgic-wise and go, man, there were so many more teams that were good back in the 80s. The, the fact of the matter is there wasn't. It was it,
1: Celtics, Lakers, Sixers.
0: Right. <laughs> and, and, and the Bucks were just good enough, good enough to not be good enough, you exactly, know, and, yeah. and, and those types right. of teams
3: yeah. in the 80s. Yeah. For sure got the Pistons.
0: Yeah, the Pistons at the end. but At
3: the end of it, yeah. But,
0: but they only won two years. They were yeah, there two it, years. Yeah. That, that Everybody thinks that they were some sort of dynasty. They literally were only around for two years. <laughs> yeah. And then you know, obviously the Bulls came around, and mm-hmm. you know Rodman jumped them, and you know yep. all of that stuff. But, but that's the funny thing about it. We look at it and like, yeah, you know, San Antonio was a decent team. No, they weren't. I mean, the vast majority of the league was pretty bad. But that's Indiana. the league has always been. The right, league has always right.
1: been a top-heavy league. Right. And most leagues have really been that way. If they, you know, anybody's actually looked at it, most leagues have been pretty well. Heavy, um, that's how you get great teams. Otherwise, you deal with a lot of mediocrity. Or football. Uh-huh. Well, even then, yeah, was look at the N- Morgana Was that? Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, but look at. I mean, honestly, look at the NFL. Oh, look at look at when that look at when that team look at when that league really you know jumped up in popularity in the seventies. You had Pittsburgh. You had the Raiders, and you had the, the Cowboys. Cowboys. Then you got to the eighties, and they were just all in the NFC. But you had the Niners. The Giants, oh, you also had the fourth. Niners, the Redskins. You
0: had the, you had the Minnesota Vikings went to four Super Bowls in the, in yeah. the 70s. Mm. So they had all their teams. You named one. In the 70s? You named one. Miami Dolphins. And they were, pretty, done. they were pretty good in the 70s, mm-hmm. just saying. Yeah. Three Super but Bowls. Again, <laughs> but again.
1: Colts went it? to
0: three, right? No. I don't
2: think just the one. one.
0: Colts didn't go to three.
1: Just the one in the 70s. That's it? Just the one? Just, yeah. the, one. No, just the one. No, two. Two. One in the no, 60s, uh, one in the 70s. Well, yeah, was 69, right?
0: Right. So speaking of eras, Danny, yep. let's
1: let's shift gear. Okay.
0: <laughs> I uh, put up the question today about um, we had a discussion. I think it's you know, pronounced
2: E R A. Yeah,
0: it is. There's the T. Eras silent. and the T. <laughs> the T is silent, right? Um, we we're having a discussion the other day about um, what would be a great. Is this the? They talk about baseball now as being in kind of a, a renaissance. And I don't see that because I think that there's too many um, strikeouts and things like that mm-hmm. for my for my liking. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the, the day, I get that people like it. But then we started talking about, well, what era would you like to go back and, and watch? And, and, you know, in typical Nonsense Nation fashion, some people went back to eras that they were already, you know, had, had, had been around. Well, that doesn't for, shock. That doesn't no, shock
1: me because nostalgia is a big part of it. No, no, I, I understand that. Yeah, but that's why. But they well, you, back have to that. you have
0: the opportunity to go back and watch any well, time period. Why would you go
1: back to one you've already seen? But I heard, <laughs> Maybe well, it was I that t- good. I told you the era I wanted to go back to. Right. I wanted to go back to the 1880s because that's when they were starting to conform all the rules to. You know, why? How did they come to four balls being a walk? Because at one point it was eight. One point, it was seven. It was six, back to and back. And back then,
0: when they said war, it was an actual war, and it had yeah, nothing it was to do ugly. With...
1: <laughs> it was ugly. Um, but I mean, you know, just to see all those. Things, I mean, it, and for a little while, um, guys would you guys would actually try to bump the ball so it started in fair play and roll foul because it's counted as a fair ball.
0: By the way, Alex said the Oilers too were another decent team in the seventies. <clears> yeah, but they never it was, made the Never got there. Yeah, they never got there. They yeah, got hosed. Yeah, Mike um, Renfro. Yeah. Yep. Um, but they um, – Did you just throw Houston Oilers right there? Yes, you did. <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic.
2: No, yeah, but um, you know what I've realized over time? Everybody had that theme song. They just changed the damn team name. Probably. Pretty much. Like, half the league used that theme song. The Chargers oh. had their own. The Browns had their own. Right. Well, but, I don't know what it was, but – Because it was, it was the Houston or Miami Dolphins. You know, you, yeah. you throw the name in there. Everybody used the same damn
1: song. I it's kind of like, it. like the college fight songs. They all sound the same. Yeah, I've there's like six the of them. I've
3: only heard the Oilers. Ber- I've never heard those other ones. Oh, yeah. Believe it or not. Uh-huh.
2: Hell, I think the L.A. Rams, besides Ramit, used the same song. Ramit.
1: Jackie Slater deserved first ballot Hall of Fame solely for his performance in that video. Awesome sax.
0: So how about you, Mike? If you could go back and watch any era of baseball, what would it be? <laughs>
3: When blacks were first into the major leagues,
1: so basically the fifties. I mean, nineteen forty-seven was, but it was, yeah. So basically the fifties when everything really started. If I'm just randomly thinking
0: of something, that would be it. I I would, I would like to get, I would like to go back to nineteen sixty, and watch the evolution of the game from that, that era from the fifties when, you're, where, when w- the mound changed. When you were allowed to have the mound as high as well, right, 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 right. I'd like to I'd I'd really like to see what that sixty eight season really looked like. Cause it looks a lot like that to me now. That's what it looks like to me. With the amount of strikeouts and the and
1: and I you know what? It I it kind of. To me, it just looks like um a huge pitcher's advantage while at the same time, yeah, a lot of strikeouts, but not nearly the home runs. Not nearly. The the offense is generally about the same. But it's. if I remember right, I believe there were like six, quote, unquote, regular shortstops that hit under 200.
0: By the way, Alex has a good point of why you want to go back to the 1880s. Why that? Because they still handed you a beer when you reached third base.
1: (laughs) Might have to get there (laughs) first, but, yeah, (laughs) good point. That's that Irish Irish part of the game.
0: How about you, Ter? Where would you like to go back to? Uh,
2: You know, I'd like to go back to the 60s as well. Just everything I've ever read and seen about that era of baseball, as a pitcher, appeals to me. And 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 it's not so much because you had guys like McLean and Gibson who were dominant. It's that you had and Kofax and Kofax. Well, right, yeah. Well, yeah. I wasn't naming them all, but it, it's I mean, it, kind of hard to forget that guy. It, it seemed like you had a lot of two-one-four-three kind of ball games. You know, in once you got to the playoffs, and that appeals to me a lot more than you know, a softball game breaking out at Jacobs Field in the playoffs. You know, fourteen I think, twelve. I, I would much rather watch a four three game than I would watch it like a pitcher. Well, right, way, and I, oh, know, I way, have that bias, and I admit yeah, that.
1: By the way, here is one of my fun. Bob Gibson, twenty eight complete games, didn't even lead the league that year. Juan Marshall had thirty two. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but I,
0: you look at the, and again, I always talk about the seventy. Um, 1972 All-Star, or 71 All-Star 71 All-Star game. game, yeah. When they announce all the people that are, yeah, it, it's like a who's who of baseball. And I'm sure that's how it was the entire 60s. Was, that,
2: was that when Reggie hit the ball out of Tiger Stadium, yeah. essentially? Or yeah. was that the yeah. following year? No, no, that, he was hit, no that was that when was he
1: hit it. out of Tiger Stadium. Bench might have hit a further one. Hank Aaron, I think, had his only All-Star game home run in that game. Killebrew homered, Clemente homered. I think Frank Robinson homered, mm. too, if I remember right.
0: And then, uh, what's his name wanted to throw at Reggie the second time? Oh, Doc, Doc Ellis. Ellis. Yeah, well, <laughs> Doc Ellis.
1: Every, you know, I mean, Doc Ellis. It, this is a guy who threw it the who hit four of the first five batters in the Reds lineup the one night. And Joe Morgan wouldn't stand still. Is that the guy? Oh, uh, Tony prez Tony the one. Yeah, Speaking still. of <laughs> that,
3: that actually would be an era that I'd like to go back and watch. Actually, go to see the games the Reds in the Big Red Machine era. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Actually, we
3: had a couple of people that had brought that up. What What made you a Reds fan, Mike? Um, they were on TV a little bit, but it was my, uh, then best friend. Uh, he liked them. Also same thing with the uh, Dallas Cowboys. They were, they were the only other team on other than the Indians or the Browns growing up for me.
1: That would have a lot to do with it. Who was your team growing up, Danny? I was Indians, but really the Atlanta Braves. because Dale Murphy was my favorite player growing up and, and they were always on. Well, TBS was always kid. on. Yeah. America's
2: team. Merck. One I of the greatest. How about you Ter. I didn't really root for anybody. As bad as they were in that era, I didn't really root for anybody other than the Indians. Yeah. And I, you know, I, there's been a handful of other teams I root for. Again, I, I'm a Seahawks fan, and part of that was because the Browns were so god-awful in the mid-'70s when we were growing up. It's interesting. Two new teams coming to the league. You know, my dad could tell I was really frustrated as a Browns fan. He sat me down one day. We had a conversation. He said, look, you're from here. They'll always be your teams, but. There's two new teams coming in the league. Pick one, follow
3: them. My buddy, who's the same age as you, the same reason you like the Seahawks. Yeah, and, exact
2: same reason. you know, the, the Bucks had those god-awful orange jerseys. They, they were ugly. And awesome. I, watched, I watched the Seahawks because, they were, it, you know, they, they seemed to be on – they were on the late game more than you would think right. they would have been for a new team in the league because of how good the Raiders and the Broncos were in the were NFC the first year. Right. Yeah, that's right. And if, if they had any prayer of winning a game in the fourth quarter – fake punt, fake field goal, going for it on fourth down. I, I kind of liked that. And I think they beat the Raiders the first year, and I was never a big Raiders fan. So that kind of appealed to me. And, and outside of that, you know, the Spurs became my, my um, NBA, the team in the West, because, you know, I spent two years in Austin in grad school, and I had some friends from San Antonio, went down to watch the games when the Cavs played down there. And to be
1: honest, they were always pretty good.
2: Yeah, they, so they became my team to follow. But I really, you know, I really have not had another team Besides the Cleveland team that I've rooted for for the vast majority of my life, and me, and baseball-wise, for, yeah, I like the Reds. I was the, a big fan of the Big Red Machine because I was a Johnny Bench fan, but I wouldn't say I was a Reds fan. I didn't root for them. Um,
1: I think the other fun part with cable was because we also got W W O R. Well, I was just going to get to that. I, yeah, I'm the a, I'm the a, a, I was a huge. <laughs> I'm, th- a, pirate, I'm fan. a Pirates oh, yeah.
0: fan because my brother went to spring training with me, sure. and that's how I became a Pirates fan. Sure. But when cable television came to the Langdon household in 1981, mm-hmm. all we had was WTBS. Yeah. And because the Braves were on all the time, yeah. I got to see the National League a lot. Yep. And then I kind of they 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 announced that we were gonna get this stupid station out of New York, Channel 9, out of New York called yeah. WWOR. And they had the Mets games. And as they started to be on our, you know, cable vision or whatever the heck it was. Yep. It was exactly the same time when Gooden and Dykstra, Dykstra and, and, and Strawberry Backman and, all and all Strawberry, and all those guys showed up almost as if it was like manna from heaven. For, mm. yeah. And I absolutely oh. fell in love with that group. Sure. I mean, they were awesome. But, but no Cubs fans with the WGN. Yeah. Huh? Now, see, my brother Stevie Charver. had had WGN. So you 'd go over there because they played all of their games in the afternoon, sure oh yeah, so if you were at my brother 's house in Chesterland during the afternoon, you could catch a cub game, yep we didn 't have WGN then, so yeah.
2: but like I, I rooted for good, and I, I, you know I really yeah. liked good, but i i wasn 't a Mets fan. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, well,
0: I, I like I, I I I, I Ralph Kiner I, I, oh. and, and Tim McCarver and, and <laughs> Ralph Kiner
1: and all the dads out there. Happy birthday. <laughs> On Father Father's day. Day. <laughs> Just bring it a happy birthday. Yes, yes that's right. Happy birthday, happy Terry. birthday Terry. You, Terry. Appreciate it.
3: 53 real quick. Uh, Brian Deutsch asked, do you think Nike will switch to carbon fiber for their NBA shoes? And I'm going to answer that by saying no, because carbon fiber is too expensive. Now, the players, maybe they'll get it for free, but carbon fiber is not cheap.
0: Is that a result
3: of the Zion one?
0: I'm guessing
1: and, so. I love that Onion article. <laughs> that Onion <laughs> one was great. Where they
0: fired the
3: six-year-old. eight-year-old six, eight eight that made the shoe. <laughs> I haven't seen that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Nike fires eight-year-old who made <laughs> Zion shoe. <laughs> um, the Onion's the best. No, we're the best.
3: Euclid's the best. Yes,
0: Euclid's the best. I think that there's a, everybody has their, their favorites. And, and I think in the, in the era that we're talking about there, I like Dale Murphy a lot because oh, yeah. yeah. he was like one, yeah. I like Claudel Washington was on yeah. that team for a while. Oh, and Bob, Bob Horner was Bob, a God
1: for like four months. Right. right. Oh, yes. Yeah. 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 Whenever he could he stay healthy. Yeah. To me. <laughs> um, <laughs> 1978 rookie of the year actually did. Um, but Mike it was right after the 4th of July. He had four homers in a game, mm-hmm. one was, of the few that can do that, one of the few of that one. Mike Tapis. was one of the yeah.
0: few people growing up that I knew liked a different team than the Cleveland Indians. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody was like an Indians fan. We thought that was like the greatest baseball ever when you're yeah. a little kid. And you know you walk into Municipal Stadium and the grass is green, oh, and awesome. it doesn't matter that they're getting blown out every night. Oh no, because
3: Cincinnati is my first uh, out of Cleveland ball game too, and going into that old Riverfront, Riverfront, right. Right? Riverfront, yep, so, riverfront. It, was, it was, amazing. You know it does, the new ones even even the first more time I walked
0: into three. What, what new one is even the Great American
2: yeah. Small yeah, Park? Do the Great, the you find the, the the great, great American, American? Amazing, I
3: do. It it's just a has great. a feel to it. There is nothing vibe. unique well, a, about that park Let's say it's unique. He's, he's, just, he's a, a softball player. player. That's it, why it. He just has it. a feel to it. I, I go in there, it's like, it just has a nice feel to me. Same with Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh, great feel there. My wife wa- wa- accidentally walked into that park for free. <laughs> well, how do you
0: accidentally walk into a park for free?
3: It's it than, it, it, was, it, it, was it is just my love of Cincinnati and all things Cincinnati. When I, It's like eating Skyline and Ludlow. It's like, oh. I, just, I just dig it. I just like the city. I don't know. Man. Yeah, weird. you can like the city. I love Pittsburgh. I love Pittsburgh's great, too. I love everything like, about Pittsburgh, like yeah. including better. all their
0: sports teams, except the Steelers. I can't, yeah.
3: No, we, it,
2: we, we were down nice there story. for the weekend to watch the Indians, and the Indians and the Reds. And on Sunday afternoon, we went to the ball game. And Paula came up to go into the, into the team shop just to kind of walk around. And they ushered her out a door, which led, in, which led her into the stadium. And I, all of a sudden, my phone rings, and she's like, hey, where are you guys? And we're sitting in right field wise. She says, because I'm pretty sure I'm in the park. Is that
1: the same person that set up the, <laughs> the arrows in that Ikea? Yeah, that was brilliant. <laughs> brilliant. Yeah, I don't know, but that's
2: the way <laughs> they, they, they funneled her out to, into the stadium. And it was, you know, provided us with it's a little not line. quite,
0: I'm with the Jackson 5, Danny. No, but, but, no, <laughs>
2: but, but it is. Yeah right. She came up with Alex Lake because he got sick after eating. I think he got some bad, uh,
0: bad salmon b- at the b- brunch or b- whatever. B- bad skyline? <laughs> no, no no skyline.
3: No such thing. as no bad skyline. Oh, oh yeah. There's oh, a yeah. of, lot
2: of such thing as bad skyline. The one
0: the one up in. Uh,
2: oh I mean in uh, South Euclid. It's awful. Uh, it's not. That's not endemic to South
3: Euclid. It's not it's the same. Everywhere. It, it, it's everywhere. I, I don't understand. One of the worst episodes of Anthony Bourdain I saw was when they came to Cleveland and they went to Skyline in South Euclid. Skyline's not a Cleveland thing. Why are you featuring as a Cleveland thing? Well, Panini's. And of either, all ones, they're... that crappy skyline. Like you said, it is why crappy. Why, you but go it's to still so- why wouldn't you go to Sokolowski's? I think they did. Oh, I was going to say they did. But they also went to like, a, a former Twinkie factory. Like, you're going to an empty factory. Come on. But I think if if, if I was
0: looking at the era that I would go back mm-hmm. to, I would really like to see guys like Aaron and Mays and. and and we've talked about this. I, I think just watching some of the stuff, I think that Mickey Mantle might have been kind of the Bryce Harper of his time. Stats are phenomenal. Don't get me wrong. But I just think he might have been overhyped just a tad. Uh,
1: nah, I don't see it. Well, I, I know. I mean. I mean, but.
0: But you think if he played. for lack Danny's of, Danny's got a soft spot for Mantle. What's that?
2: Danny's got a soft spot for Mantle.
0: Why is that? Mm. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, Danny's liver worked apparently nah, still. Nah, so, I mean, Mickey's for a while. Yeah. yeah.
1: But I mean, well, I mean, he was my dad's favorite player, but even then, Mickey, I mean, when you look at it, Mickey was, le- I mean, the numbers are legit. That's an
3: interesting question. You know, your, dad, your dad's runs, favorite right, player was Mickey Mantle, right? Yeah.
1: Yep. Do you know what your dad's favorite player
3: was? Who he was? Or, or, or any sport? Did you, um, I know who my dad's favorite I'm, player uh, we'll was. We'll get to you, big boy. <laughs> Tall man. Talk to me, goose. I mean, it's
2: been a while. I mean, my my dad was, was a Cleveland fan. He was a Browns fan an Indians fan Cavs fan. Um, but who his favorite player
3: was, I'll be honest. I I don't, I don't know that I know my dad's and he's, you know, my dad's still alive. Yeah.
2: It would have been, it would have been somebody who played for one of the three Cleveland franchises, but
0: I don't, did your dad arrest anybody, any athletes ever? Well, there's a story that I can't really talk oh, about. Oh, okay. I, <laughs> I, don't, I don't want to put you on the spot. I just, yeah.
2: Interesting. Yeah.
3: I, I was thinking about that myself when he said that. I was like, I don't really think I know what my dad's favorite players were. I'll mm-hmm. have to ask him. Patrick, who were you guys? My dad's
0: favorite player was my dad. <laughs> <laughs> no, as I correct, sir. Actually, Terry and I had this conversation a couple of weeks ago on the way to uh, the state of the program at uh, what do you call it? My dad was a very unique character if you, if you if you knew him. Um, he treated everybody exactly the same. And because of being a professional coach and, and being around professional athletes and stuff, he was able to mingle with with fix it up. So guys like the Bird, Mark Fidrich and you know those those were guys, those were kind of guys that my dad kind of hung out with. Mm-hmm and he never treated him any different than he would treat if Danny walked into the bar and, and, and he'd sit down and talk to Danny, just the same, you know? So it's kind of weird that my dad never really had what you would call hero. It's probably the wrong word hero worship. I mean, he Hmm. never, when Chuck, but But who he, when
3: he watches it, then that guy knows how to play the game. That's that's actually, he made a lot of
0: comments about like Williams and and guys like that, you know, from his growing up, Mm -hmm. but, uh, he was, he was not a fan of Daryl strawberry, even though his youngest son was. Yeah. I, I always said sweet swing. Right. He, he, he he knew, I don't know how he knew, but he said he doesn't, he's not all there and he was right. He was absolutely right about it.
3: that guy. I don't like that guy,
0: (laughs) but, uh, I'll tell the Chuck by story. Because it's one of my favorites. Um, my dad was sitting at the bar at Two Crows on 105th Street, which isn't there anymore. No, no. <laughs> Two Crows Triple Crown. Um, and the guy said, "Hey, that's Chuck Bednarik at the end of the bar." And my dad goes, "Does he want to buy me a beer?" Mm-hmm. And they struck up a conversation, and you know, they they turned out to be pretty good friends. So you know, it's one of those types of things. But uh, yeah, it it doesn't surprise me though that. Not everybody would know who their parents favorite unless their parents are really like big into sports. Mm-hmm. Honestly, mm-hmm.
3: I didn't think my dad even cared for sports the way he acted about when I used to watch him, Oh, just, you know, especially championship wrestling. It's like, just like made fun of it. By the later way, on, to throw, I realized
1: we have to throw a happy birthday out there yesterday. The nature boy. Yeah. He, got, Flair, his, he, he got his butt kicked too. By but yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. <laughs> Batista.
1: Great in.
0: Can you, can can a professional wrestler, that's a good question. Can a professional wrestler be an idol of yours growing up? Why not?
3: Sure. I, I, Why I, not? I, because I, I, I guess. You can like actors, can't you? I don't know. If, who, does, you, who didn't like Lee Majors? <laughs> yeah, but I wouldn't call him an idol. He married Farrah Fawcett for quite out loud. Man. He was the unknown stuntman. Yes. He was a $6 million man. He was...
2: Danny, can you sing the infamous fourth verse? Of the unknown oh, the third man? verse? Or third oh, verse? Third verse.
0: third verse of the unknown stuntman. <laughs>
1: Off the top of my head, I do. Re- okay. kind of remember the way it goes, but yeah. It's, it's a good gotten one. Burned over Cheryl teams,
0: I've been seen with Pharaoh. I've Great. never been seen with anything less than a night. So far. Great.
2: Great. Yeah, terrible but, television but, but to show. go back oh, yeah. to like you know who did you root for or, or heroes or anything like that i mean for my for me you know non-cleveland sports guy that i connected with you know my dad was a cleveland policeman who used to work security on a visiting team bench at browns games and i got to meet i met mike reed who was an offensive lineman for the Bengals, and then um, i think was also like a classically trained pianist and was a country music artist and stuff after that but they're going through warm-ups he let me hold his helmet you know, while they were going through it. And he, you know, he talked to an eight-year-old kid and I was like, well, I don't like the Bengals, but man, this, this guy's all right by me, you know? Yeah. So he was a guy that I kind of followed his career, but.
0: Not quite a thanks mean Joe, but it's, it's a good story. Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. There was no, I didn't get this. I didn't get the shirt.
2: I didn't get his Jersey. I didn't get a Coke from him or anything it like that, but he changed. was just. Now you know, if you were as, as an Browns. eight-year-old kid, I mean, you're look, I'm looking up at this guy who's just, you know, a mountain of a man. And it's like, wow, this guy was nice to me. That was really cool. And he's a professional A couple of years player, later, that's... if you would have
0: been around the Browns, you could have got a mountain of coke from the Browns. Well, yeah, right. <laughs> that's very true. Which was another uh, great podcast question the other day. I got a lot of really good responses out of the, the, tragedy? the, the tragedy one. Yes. And yes. there
2: were some not-so-good responses well, out of the tragedy, let, unfortunately. Let's, let's talk
0: about the not-so-good ones yes. first. Can you uh, please repeat the question? I don't know if I saw that one. The question was, in your lifetime – what is the greatest sports tragedies? It wasn't the greatest; it was no, like no, the biggest. most unfortunate. Yeah, yeah, think think unfortunate of how you yeah, phrased it. Yeah, yeah. But it's funny that you made the comment about Bo Jackson, yeah. and then <laughs> a... Eugene seconded it. Yeah, uh, <laughs> your buddy Eugene. Yeah. So uh, it's
2: not quite what you had in mind, was it, Pat? I, I, when you asked the question, I
0: understand where people are coming from because the word tragedy gets kind of thrown around quite a bit. I was looking for more. And some of the ones that were in the chat room were actually like Lenny Bias kind of
3: tragedy. Yeah, right. Yep.
0: Like I had the Randy Gardner tearing his groin. You know, Ty mm-hmm. Babeloni. Yeah. You know, that's not. You can you can say it's a tragedy. You can say it's you know a misfortune or whatever. Um,
1: but yeah. at the Leonard, end we are Marshall. Marshall, there. That one was well. And, up. And, oh.
2: and it's funny that that you brought up Lenny Bias because for me, I know a couple of people brought up Don Rogers. Yep. For me, for whatever reason, the Lenny bias thing is much more tragic than the Don Rogers situation. And, and I'm not sure why. Well, I think I, I can't really explain why I believe that. But to me, it, they're night and day different.
0: Well, I think the Len bias one was because of the timing of it mm-hmm. on the heels of him being drafted two nights before or the yeah. night before. The night night before two, right. Two days, yeah. Right.
1: Um, well, I've told I you. I think guys. Don
0: Rogers, the fact that Don Rogers was the only one of those guys that died that night mm-hmm. is a pretty good testament to uh divine intervention. Cause any one of those defensive backs during that time mm-hmm. could have been laying right next to him. Because I, they were all I mean that's Al guys. Gross and, yeah. and Hanford Dixon and, and Frank Minifield and you know, they yep. were they were all there, all yep. doing the same stuff. I mean, and I'm not telling tales out of school. I've right. heard Hamford sure. Dixon say, this, yeah. say right. it out loud. Well,
1: and I'm, you know, and one of the things that I've always said that, that that, those two, because they were eight days apart, but because of the way the sporting news was distributed at that mm-hmm. time, that came out a week later. That Saturday morning was the greatest anti-cocaine ad I, anybody could ever get as far as I was right. concerned because we had both of them right there, right on the front page. As an eight, you know, as a nine-year-old kid, these guys are two physical specimens, and they couldn't withstand it. What is going to make this nine-year-old kid think I could?
0: But think about it, Terry. You you just were wondering why it was different for you, and I'm not trying to put words in your mouth, but I think that it probably was because of not only the timing of it, but the fact that he was drafted by the Celtics, the fact that you know he was going to be paired with Larry Bird. I mean, there were you were a huge, just like we all were at that time. We were huge basketball fans, sure, yeah. and we followed the tournament because. It, you know, back then those guys played three years. It right. wasn't, and, it wasn't what? one and done. So you've got to p- know those guys on a, on a on
1: a week to week basis. And, and you know, and I think the other part too, the Browns coming up to eighty were we're not all that good, right? Well, but I that, I th- that may have had, yeah, had right, to him. too. I think
2: part of the other thing for me is is that, in the Lenny Bias situation, and again, there obviously has been some information that came out that says this was not quite the case. There was an innocence so to speak, to that yes. situation because he was a college kid. Whereas in the Don Rogers situation, there had been, there was information out there that said that this was a common occurrence for him. So I think especially on the heels of the Lenny Bias situation, it's like, how could this guy be so stupid? You know, so I think I felt less compelled, less compassion for him than I did for, for Lenny Bias because it was like, oh my God, this kid, he was nipped in the prime. Now again, there's other information that's come out very that Josh says, well, Gordon. maybe this was not the first time that you know that he had gone down this road. But you know, again, it Josh wasn't a 24- 24. Right. It, it wasn't a 24-hour news cycle, right? Yes, a, a Don Rogers is, is is falls more along the lines of a of a of a Josh Gordon, right,
0: with a very larger narcotic type drug than than right.
2: Yeah. But bias, there was an innocence about it. It was a college kid. You're right. There was the glamorization of the NBA draft and, and again, right. Yeah. For whatever reason we as fans probably felt like because guys stayed in college for three years or four years that we kind of felt like we knew them a little bit, even though we really didn't. Yeah. There was a familiarity there where with professional athletes at that time, it was like, and for the Man. record, it
3: wasn't because we were closet Celtics fans. No, just I was. Make that clear. I loved the no, Celtics. Here you
1: know <laughs> is another. Uh, closet, but there is uh, another part to this too. And Alex brought up your favorite one, Danny. Always Lonnie but, Smith. Lonnie Smith. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <laughs> but, but I think part of that is what the cocaine thing was. Up to that point, it was honestly treated by a lot of people like a recreational drug, even when it was deemed illegal. Yes. It was still kind of thought of as recreational, and that's now, the funny
0: thing. The NBA at the time was like completely overrun by. Oh yeah, it, by
1: Michael
2: Ray it. Richardson, yeah. John uh, Drew, true. all of oh, those yeah. guys, right?
0: Bernard King, yep. guy, yeah, you a just lot keep guys. going and going. Oh yeah, Kyle and that was, uh, What was the, what was the guy? I don't want to say Kyle Macy because it's not the right name. Uh, Entire uh, state
2: you, of Kentucky just cursed you. Yeah,
1: way, I know, that. but it wasn't him. It yeah. was, by the way, don't, forget, don't it forget, was
0: somebody from the Suns, though, and I can't think yeah. of who it was. Well, don't forget our—don't hey, forget well, our Mike fa- Dumas. But that he was a little bit yeah,
2: later. Richard Dumas—he was a little bit later. was
0: later. Uh, Richard Dumas. Right. He was like a six stat guy. Yeah. yeah.
1: But uh, don't forget uh, what's his name? Um, don't forget uh, Thompson. Oh, David yeah, Thompson. Yeah, our favorite from Airplane. Yeah, blew out his
2: knee in Studio Fifty
1: Four because he was. Yep. Exactly. Um, but it was treated; it was looked upon as a recreational thing, and then all of a sudden, I love my kids.
2: <laughs> Alex is coming strong. You got here late, but he's coming strong right attaboy.
0: now. Boy, Dale Barrow was dealing coke out That's of the right. pirate locker room. That's yes. right. The
2: We Are Family.
0: Yep. I've got no family. No, <laughs> well, um, how about you, Mike? What What do you what, besides you said, Marshall? But is there a tr- is there a tragedy
3: in sports that, that you would think? Kind it, of t- yeah, it's not really a tragedy because, again, it's a case of somebody bringing down on themselves. But the, probably the more recent, other than Josh Gordon, be the Ricky Williams thing. I don't, I don't know if it's a tragedy. The guy's living his life. He's doing what else to do. So, I don't know. I can't. Glaucoma really think. free, too, by the way. Yeah, I can't really think. Of, <laughs> maybe, maybe what, the, uh, the boat accident with yeah, the Indians. That was that the was one. Gonna-
0: that was the first time, I think, in my at that time, very young adult life that I realized that I think our sports quote unquote heroes and not that those guys were my heroes, Mm -hmm. but that they were human. Yeah. I mean, I remember Lyman Bostock being killed, but I was very young when it happened. I mean, I remember it like it was yesterday, but Mm -hmm. it didn't affect, it didn't affect the eight year old Pat Mm -hmm. as much as the 23 year old kid was really I will never that forget, happened at Lake Nelly.
1: I will never forget my dad's. My dad, because that was on a Sunday night. It was like a Monday morning. Yeah. You know, getting ready for school. I come downstairs and I said, "You know, this is on the news." On my dad just sat there. And goes, Man, he goes, "It wasn't for bad luck. That team would not have any luck." That was just they all he say.
0: It, it, the the worst part about and and, and you want to talk about uh, domino effect of or you know the butterfly effect of yeah. things that happen. If Hurricane Andrew doesn't hit, yeah, are at Homestead, yeah. They're not even on that lake.
1: You, and again, these are all what ifs. And, what ifs? and, and, and you, you know what in, I mean? You know, Mile, if this were fifths, we'd all be drunk. Right. I mean, it's just how it is.
0: It's, we but I think that deb- that was very those much all the, time, the first but... time in my like, yeah. young life that I actually thought about, wow, it could just end like yeah. that. You know, I'd never really thought, of, I mean, people around me had passed away and, you know, I didn't really think about it because they were all old. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like when I remember my brother Michael had his, I was 22 when he had his 30th birthday. And I
1: remember thinking, Jesus God, is he old at 30. Yeah. You know? Well, we were, you know, one of the ones that you mentioned, you know, the 72 Olympics before my time. But I remember, you know, I've talked to a couple of people that were around. And they well, just you said got to was, reenact that a couple of years ago for yeah, Myrtle did. Beach. Yeah, yeah, You so. get to do that. <laughs>
0: Only on this show. <laughs>
2: Only
1: on this
0: one. Yep. Yeah, I call them because you know they're, they're doing the show and I'm in Myrtle Beach, so I call them and say, "Hey, uh, the uh, fire alarm is going off in the building next door," and they now they're starting to call me. Uh, He's uh, Jim, Jim McKay, McKay and I
2: don't <laughs> so which one of us is Howard it, it was just yeah, the, yes. the where he was positioned and the view that he had, and it Danny's was... like, "Pat, are you in
3: Munich?" <laughs> I do remember the, uh...
1: but that one just was an eerie feeling. Yeah, that was just that, that eerie feeling that, any the people I have talked to that were watching that just that eerie feeling you had that whole day. And one of the one of the Olympians was actually from Shaker Heights. Right, mm-hmm. David the right, yeah. yeah, and I think that um, it's funny the Munich thing.
0: While I don't remember it, I was two, yeah, I was two, six, I so was two right. or three. The replays of it and obviously the movie and all of that. I had the same feeling when I watched the Eric Banner movie. Mm -hmm. Cause it was a pretty, uh, Spielberg did a fantastic job. Mm -hmm. If you can do a fantastic job of reenacting that whole Mm -hmm. thing. Um, I had the same feeling when I saw that movie that I did when the space shuttle blew up, that was was the exact same. Mm -hmm. Like, okay, this is like completely, you know, you're watching a movie, but you know, it's, Like, based on something that actually happened, kind of thing. Mm -hmm. But, um,
2: well, I think that was the thing with Munich. And again, I mean, I was six, so I didn't really comprehend the magnitude of it. But after you start to see stuff as you get a little bit older, that just the whole, there was so much misinformation. Yes. And then when McKay came on and said, I'm sorry, they're all gone. Right. And then you know the story behind it, because you and yes, I talked right. about that a little yeah. bit, Danny, the story behind well, he how he got said
0: they were, they were all safe. Well, first well
1: got, that's well, why well, no, right. the word. There was so much it. misinformation. And they, and he flat out we can't go with that. We have nothing confirmed or right. anything. Um, I think the one he goes, as they have said, he goes, the word we have gotten is all hell is broken loose. Right. Right. Which obviously was just a crazy, I mean, it was how the hell – he even mentioned, I think McKay mentioned, cause he went down, he went over to the pool for a swim and that's, he got called in and he had mentioned, he goes, to be honest, I just went, got dressed real quick. Went, he goes, it didn't dawn on me until I got, I got home until mm-hmm. I got back to the hotel and everything. He still had his bathing suit on. He had just put his, put his pants up over his bathing suit, not even thought about it because it was just that. And he goes, he didn't even think about it the whole time. Cause that's all his thought process yeah. was at. but I had, I had a, I had a hard time with the, uh
2: like the injuries. Yeah. People I mean, listening to the injuries as, tra- as the unfortunate tra And I'm that, like, I, I don't know. You got a lot of instances of, of, of mm. people having died that
0: to me are, Those are much, tragedies, there's a, yeah. there's
2: a much bigger.
0: Yeah. See, I have a, obviously one of my biggest idols in life is Roberto Clemente. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That clearly is a tragedy. Yeah. Um, but it's funny cause I never saw him play live ever. Mm-hmm.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but Danny he has
2: him as what the seventh best right fielder of all time. <laughs> yeah.
1: Which I don't know. Which why? One's gonna, which is going to insult somebody <laughs> just more? Why? I throw just why? Can I, Can I make, a, can I make ahead, him? Can make him two hundredth and just offend everybody? Was two he a better? One?
2: Was he a better outfielder than Tony Gwynn? <laughs> Defensive outfielder, yes. Okay. Not two, as good a hitter. Two
3: current, I guess you'd say things that occurred and in, not, in, not in the topic we were talking about in women's tennis. Monica Seles getting stabbed in the back while yeah, off and. Um,
2: that, to me, is more of a tragedy than, like, the Bo Jackson getting hurt. And Kvitova yeah.
3: getting beat up for basically a ransom, nearly losing her use of her, you know, arm, left yes, arm. Somebody,
0: right. had, somebody had the Nancy Kerrigan thing, too. Yeah. I, and while – I don't know if I'd consider
3: that tragic. I think both sides are tragic. The fact well, that somebody's so mentally ill and competitive and jealous. I, I just think that that
0: complete plot – I, the most Ooh.
1: mind-boggling thing to me is that that did not even make the headline of the year in 1994. Right. Thanks. OJ. Thank you, OJ. Thank yes. you, OJ. <laughs> <laughs> that is still the most mind-boggling part about that. I don't know if I would call
0: that tragic as much as I would call it. I would call it unfortunate for Nancy Kerrigan. Yes. Comical. In the stupidity yes.
1: of it. It made the Olympics worth watching. Right. Lillehammer. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes.
0: But uh, little hammer, little Lil Lil hammer, little hammer. That oh, was a great show. Little Very short lived show on Netflix with <laughs> yes. little Steven Van Zandt. Yes.
1: Okay. Not to be confused with Mike's favorite little sweet. Just love it. <laughs> By the way, one I'd recommend it's, a, it was just a neat little miniseries, but uh, with uh, Ricky Gervais and um, Warwick Davis called life is short. Great, great mm-hmm. little miniseries. But uh, from a tragedy perspective, mm-hmm.
0: Locally, I mean, I don't, I'm not sure Don Rogers is as tragic, I guess, as the L- little Lake Nelly. Yeah. I, I think anybody that, that was around during that time and, and followed baseball, you know, uh, Daryl Kyle was another one. Yeah. That was, they found him. Yeah. Right. Yep. Um, Oscar Tavares a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. That to me is tragic because that kid had the opportunity to be one of the Mm-hmm. yeah all-time greats mm-hmm. he had all of the skill mm-hmm. yep and you know those types of and it's funny because i listed a lot of them the bluffton baseball team was another yeah. one yeah. Well, And all those the, kids were trying to that, do was yeah. go to you know my cousin yeah. knew a bunch of those guys because yeah. yeah. he played hoops there yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah that was
0: you know just you know all they were trying to do was get to their you know mm-hmm. spring games you, you know? know
3: just trying to get some moosh
0: right <laughs> <laughs> that's right trying to get a little moosh pork uh, that's so I mean, to me, those are real tragedies. Bo Jackson's hip bad, yeah. unfortunate, not tragic. Not tragic. Mm-hmm. That's part of the game. Dave Dave Dervecki losing his that, arm—that's that's tragic. tragic. That's a
1: bit yeah. more tragic, yeah. Yeah. right? Yeah. Especially, that has got to be one of the most painful injuries you can have. Is on it, while you're throwing.
3: Right. Beisman's could have been tragic.
0: Didn't Browning those, have the same problem too? Didn't Browning? No, no, no that, was, no. that was uh. No, that was
1: John Smiley. I thought Browning's arm broke here, right? Yeah, yeah, with the the Indians. Indians, Yeah,
0: yeah. shortly after he got here. I swear
3: to God, his wasn't cancer.
2: No, 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 no. no, no. I swear to
3: God, I thought
0: Tom Browning's arm
3: blew up. I got two. Go ahead. How about Owen Hart and uh, the other guy who killed his family?
1: Oh, the oh, the Chris Benoit one. Yeah. Oh, Owen Hart. The Owen Hart one was a that was tragic.
0: Chris Benoit, man.
1: That that was tragic that it got everything went south like that. That was that was tragic. It was. it was a very sordid story, um, even as the news was coming out. And Elizabeth,
3: also another. Well, I mean, the, dude, I mean, c- like we can count those stories.
1: off. We can count those off. Like, there's, I mean, come on, uh, Brian Pillman. Yeah, flying, flying, Brian Pillman.
0: That, that, that's funny. That's you know they, he was thought, a second.
1: He was a second team All-American. nose stat. Yeah. the first team guy was uh the refrigerator William yeah. Perry.
0: I think they have a uh, UC guy. It's funny we look at and again we. I asked that question earlier about can, can professional wrestlers be your idols growing
3: up?
1: And absolutely. Hulk yeah.
3: Hogan was huge for me growing up. Yeah. I mean, not just because he's the Hulkster huge. I mean, yeah. he was larger than life. But Yeah. But if you read through Roddy Piper, the,
0: the who's who and the who did what in professional
1: wrestling, man, yeah. that's a, that's a sordid tale, man. Oh no, it's one of, actually a, the squirt circle is one of the best books out there yeah that you can find it's a fantastic book by david shoemaker kind of talks a about bisco. a lot of that umsco like i mean the andre the i mean the andre <laughs> like the giant it. documentary on h b o is phenomenal um which Mike, did the picture the other you did the <laughs> it was awesome yeah that was real <laughs> it was uh you know i mean it, i think one of my favorite lines that they had, that they asked Andre when he was on the set of the Princess Bride they asked him about getting things set up he goes you know what he goes they, he goes they don't nothing's set up for people like me he goes look he goes i mean it's great we do this for short people we do this for the handy but people like me they just never have set up have I mean, you that's... ever seen
3: ed wood the movie yep. with giant up when yep. what uh, george animal Steele couldn't get through that door yeah he wouldn't be able to get through that door in real life so it's perfect yep
0: <laughs> so let's Man. uh we got anything else what, what else know. we want to talk about Got about fifteen minutes. Got a left. whole laundry list. I'm of surprised we haven't talked about. Today.
1: Yeah, but we never get to those. What did I have in the show preview that we haven't talked about? Baseball. Hold on. Well, my 200 miles or my 700 miles.
0: <clears throat> I would drive 700 miles, and I. Would... Um. So that little
2: thing that happened to that guy who owns that team. Oh. You come had kind of referenced yeah, that, that, it was in, that it was in Palm Beach. But
0: reports have it that there was no palm involved. Yeah. <laughs> there might have been some palm involved. I, 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 I don't know. I, I just.
1: Like I said, the one Is thing anybody,
0: got... first of all, is while yeah. it's not surprising to me, the dude's got a 39-year-old girlfriend. so I'm Whose froze. balls were inflated that time. Right. Now, here's I what think I... the thing that surprises me is there's people out there that honestly believe the NFL is going to do anything about it. They're going to them I a half a million they're gonna dollars. And they're going to have to do something.
1: Be sat- me? They're the- going to have to do something to save face.
0: Here, here's where it gets interesting.
2: No, no, no pun intended. <laughs> no. <laughs> here's, here's where I think it gets really interesting from that standpoint. If there's any proof that he was involved in the human trafficking, they've got a problem. Well, and, and you're hearing he, some undercurrents they, that they don't have a problem. Well, the league, I he mean, has right. a oh, problem. the league has a problem. that So they're, they're going to have take to take some
0: deal, they would, They're going st- to have to. They would strip. The I entire, think they would have yeah. to. That,
1: that, oh, that has that. And by a, the way, here's the other one that Adam Schefter actually said that one of the reports that he has gotten is no one's given any names, but they said he is not the biggest yeah. name involved. Tiger is the name
0: that everybody keeps throwing around.
1: But is there is there another, is there another name out there, though, that would surprise you? Is there any? No. Belichick? No, wouldn't surprise me. It wouldn't surprise, it would surprise me. me. It,
2: it wouldn't surprise you if the head coach on the day of the AFC championship game was not with his team that morning? That nothing, wouldn't surprise you? Nothing would surprise me at this okay. particular
1: juncture anymore. Right. So jaded. Fair enough. I am. I'm pretty jaded, and I'm not. I'm not just talking about. I mean, the, the owner doesn't home.
2: need to be there that morning. I get no, that. No. But the head coach kind of needs
3: to be there.
1: Okay. Maybe.
2: okay, maybe. I mean, it's a
1: quick flight.
3: You know, it's like Silver. actually, it's you, not. You have to strip them the franchise. I think at just that point. Think, work with me.
0: Yeah, you, you you almost have to, and
1: you're They're,
3: not not going to strip of the franchise, right?
1: No, but I mean it's. But I mean, is there? I mean, is there a name even outside of sports? Is there a name? That would surprise you. What's really not even
3: priests surprise me. That's exactly that's, that's what sad.
1: I mean. What's really what I mean.
0: what's really funny is Terry and I were discussing this on the way, not this particular thing, but our our buddy Scott Miller from iHeartRadio in, yes. in Toledo, W-I-O-T. W-I-O-T.
1: the Elmer Fudd, the Elmer Fudd, Wyatt, Wyatt.
0: He he posted a thing in in the up in the um I think it's Sandusky, but it could be Sylvania, somewhere up near them, up in Toledo there. There's a um, nail salon that's opening up. Yes.
1: Oh, what a great, what a great <laughs> title for, what a great
0: title. <laughs> called hand <laughs> jobs. Yes. Um, and they're fighting with city council to get the permit to allow them to keep the sign. That's mm-hmm. just fantastic. Which, but Terry and I were talking about it, it. Isn't like the places in Warren. No. Right. No. And then, sure enough, a week and a half later. Right. Yep. You know. Uh, go ahead.
1: Maybe they, re- maybe they renamed them Nailed. I don't know. I mean, could do a lot of phrasing here. That's, I mean, they got one over here called I'll
3: Cut You for a hair salon. It's one of the dumbest names for a hair salon I've ever heard. Why? I don't I don't. I mean, if they it's, name if it, it's I like, uh, I know, but just like, I don't, I'm not going to get my hair cut, and I don't want to get cut because I've had that happen where they kind of slipped a little bit, and, you know, uh, our face. Where the hell are you getting your hair cut? Oh, yeah. I'm not. I'm saying okay, there's, one over, there's one over here down the road here. It's called I'll Cut You. No, I got that. Oh, when you're... I got cut, no, I was making an Al uh, Capone reference. Oh. I've got, no, I actually got cut because I got a mole here. And she didn't know I had a mole. And she did, did that you razor shave. Ma- and she went, Shaka. I'm like, Whoa. Fortunately, mole grew back.
0: Didn't you shoot yourself too in
3: Mexico or something? Yes, I did. No, I didn't <laughs> shoot myself. The gun recoiled. It oh. hit me in the f- four stitches. <laughs> Ooh, that's smart. <laughs> <laughs> I hate when I do that. Wow. Got to love when you go on vacation. And then and... I soaked in the sea seawater. Ooh, that's smart. Charlie, we can't talk about the marshmallows.
0: <laughs> and, and guess what? The whole North Myrtle Beach rescue group
3: didn't come to, to another yeah. rip, no. <laughs> Yep, good point. Oh, good point. Was, it would have cost me $150 out of pocket to pay for it. Fortunately, we had the Apple protection package. Which for $150 for four stitches is still awfully cheap. Now, mind you, if that was done here on a resort, I would have been suing and winning. Down there, you can't do crap, but for $150, it's yeah, nothing. Because
0: if you say you're sued there, you get a knock on, the, uh, on your door at like midnight. Oh, you get you the just, other end of the gun.
1: You, no, you you don't get, no, you don't, no the, the door doesn't get knocked. It gets knocked down. <laughs> oh, yeah.
3: <laughs> yeah, you get the other end of the gun. The butt end. I
0: don't think anything's going to happen to Robert Ursay. and the reason I don't—well, of, of course, nothing's not going to happen, happen to Robert, Robert Ursay. I'm reading read that, Alex's post reading um, uh, Robert Kraft, I'm sorry. Um, Something about those Roberts. I think that there's um, nothing going to happen to him because I believe, unless you're right, Terry, unless there's the human trafficking part of this, if there's
1: some involved there. Then, then he's done.
0: Then but, he's in big trouble. But the reality of it is, is in Florida, your first offense. I read that. You can go to a diversion program, and it, but uh, there's still the uh, a five thousand dollar fine, the league code and, and of uh, ethics,
2: thousand dollars worth of community service. I think plus a diversion. Well, program. Danny,
0: it's not like he kneeled you know, for the NFL. Like like
2: come on, <laughs> come on, guys. That wasn't funny the last time you used. <laughs> no,
0: it. No, he's right. Danny's absolutely right about that. <laughs> that the things that they choose right. to worry about, and the things that fans get irate about, or, are just part. amazing. It's amazing.
2: But this would be an opportunity for Goodell to kind of be a fake tough guy. See, is, you know, we, we don't stand the for this. that. And, and by the way, and, and, I is, know that. But but this is so an opportunity he, is for him to do it against the, the
0: owner. Did you see who was rumored to replace him? By the way, Silver. Well, was there was yeah. Adam
3: Silver. Was Adam's, they talked to him? But he says, "Yeah, <laughs> he just went, yeah, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, I'm not gonna do that." <laughs>
0: He might if they fold that league up. But,
2: but this, I think, is an opportunity for, potentially for uh, Goodell to be that fake tough guy and say, see, we, we, we care. Look what, look what we're doing. We're making an example of,
1: of Mr. Kraft. It'd be a golden opportunity, which is why they'll find a way to butcher him. Right, exactly. It could be. Well, right. they'll, they'll find yeah, I'm not saying
2: they'll, they won't find a way to screw what, it up. Oh, but they'll yeah. do
0: what they always do. Yeah, Nothing. Yeah.
3: You don't think that if he gets busted for the full the human traffic, you don't think they'll pull a uh, Silverman who oh. – the, and take it away from the whole family, do you? Something, Something about ahead. Donald well, if, Sterling. If they
2: prove a connection to human
0: trafficking, oh, that's
2: he'll yeah. be out.
3: Yeah. He'll be out, but what about his son? No will his son, son be, be out? They'll, 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 if, 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 they will cut all if, ties. They, if, they, if, they, they'll they, force they a sale. Yeah, yeah, they will. Yeah, it'll be Donald Sterling all over. That's too. what was yeah, because yeah. 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 his wife tried to run it with them for a while. No, no, no. You're gone. And
2: that's what they'll be able to use as precedent. See, it happened in the NBA, so, you know, and this is – Yep. far more egregious if, do you think, again, oh, if yeah. that ends up being the case do you Denny, think that's
3: what should happen if that's what in fact does absolutely come yeah
2: yeah sure if he if he's involved in human trafficking yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. i, I kind of think so mike yeah, yeah. <laughs> i
3: agree i'm yeah. just i'm just making sure
2: <laughs> i kind of think that would a big deal you know if, if they're going to get him for you know would you
3: say that that would be the very least of what should happen to him
2: if he's proved to be involved in human trafficking. Well, that's yeah, going to be the, no, from the least. League, from the league, what about, prison about what they can do. Time. What about prison time? The
1: NFL's got nothing to uh, do with that. What about prison time? The, the NFL's got nothing to do with that. I'm not talking
0: about the NFL. I think,
2: what about I prison think time? I think Mr. Kraft's dance card would be full.
1: Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Because you if mean you want to talk about the NFL or? making an
3: example, yeah. the United States yeah. Justice Department absolutely. will make an example. Especially because yeah, yeah. human trafficking is a big thing. Right. It's like the buzzword right now.
0: Yep. Like I, Nancy and Ronald. I, I, I don't. Drugs. I don't want to get. I'm not getting political, so please don't. But yeah, yeah, you know it. your point about the name being bigger. Yeah. You know how many people I saw on Twitter were like, "What if it's Trump?" Trump.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and again, then what it's, it's su- fake Would it surprise you? It wouldn't surprise me in the least. No, I'm I mean, just saying if it was Hillary, it wouldn't surprise me. If it was, if it anybody, was Trump, it would not. I'm not kidding. Not if it would not surprise me, surprise but I would expect me.
2: it. Really? If it, Hillary Clinton wouldn't surprise you. No, it wouldn't
1: surprise me at this particular juncture it would not surprise me. OK, I am just I, maybe I'm just that cynical to you everybody. Well, we've that's all in this right. World.
0: It's understandable. You no, know, I don't think it would ever be Hillary because she usually takes money from Asians. Yeah. Not good the point. other way around. Good point. Good point.
1: Good point.
0: <laughs> Fantastic. So speaking of speaking of oh uh, hold on, real
3: quick, okay, Danny, uh, you say there's nobody that would no. surprise what's the closest person you could get to you think of these, maybe almost surprised one that would surprise Barack Obama me? Barry no, Sanders no no mared
1: no', so no. Your, Barry your, your, Sanders your high school did priest Barry Sanders, no. get into this no your high school priest no <laughs> Guy, maybe um I don't know maybe. John Glenn's dead, right? Yes. Parents, that that any, might surprise me. Yeah,
3: that might. Parents, family that members. Might. It, would, it, would,
1: I'll be, it would have to be someone deceased. How about if, if he came back from the dead? If it was me. That, you know, my name would probably come up. It wouldn't shock me. No, okay. it wouldn't shock me. Nothing would shock me. Daniels but, but what would the closest be? The closest. The closest, closest would have to be someone deceased. Okay. That, and even then, it still wouldn't be too surprising. It's politicians so well we politicians talking, talking OJ
0: be. well OJ still alive no
1: yeah, no
0: just his reputation is that right yeah, right yeah, Duke
1: walker i walker no he, he wouldn't shock me especially I, I just watched that whole smu thing again so there's nothing that could come out of that school that would shock me um danny did you watch any aaf no no
0: the aaf brought us some some interesting things this weekend
1: you know what, i got to point out just on the list of things that I have that I have complained, even their box scores freaking yeah, suck. Yeah, they're terrible. They're I noticed awful. you didn't
2: update your rankings this week.
1: Um, I've been waiting on a yeah. Langdon. Been yeah. waiting on Mister Langdon over here.
0: <laughs> he wants me to write little blurbs.
2: He updated his NASCAR ranking, yeah. but there was yeah. no update. In Which the got AAR. some run this week. They did get a little. there were a couple of likes and yeah, a couple yeah.
1: of woo. Yeah. Yep.
0: Um, they no longer kick in 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 spring football. They they have what's called a uh, Onside conversion.
1: Yes. Yeah. You like started like
0: fourth and 15 or fourth something. and fourth and 12 fourth and from 12. the 28.
1: Well, that's a good, that's a good
0: fourth and 12. I like that. And it's only happened once Atlanta did it the other day and in, in great quarterback fashion, he, he under a ball. The guy made a great play. They had like a 38 yard reception and the next play he threw an interception. <laughs> okay,
2: okay. So I, I didn't see it. So in that scenario, so they scored a touchdown. Then they do the – where do they get the ball? At the 28-yard line. Their own 28. No, but
0: after they comp- after they make the conversion, where do they get the ball? The, from where they caught it at. It's like a play. If you get fourth, it's like you're, okay. you're fourth and 12.
3: Okay,
2: so then if he had missed, if the, if the pass was knocked down they, or they, they get, didn't get the yard yards, then, then the opponent the picks the ball
0: up there. <laughs>
3: right, okay. right All at right. the spot. Yeah. All right, I got a quick question. A little tri- – well, not a trivia, but – You've got a better chance of rolling a 12, don't you? I, yeah, I, yeah.
0: They got it, right.
2: The of, of, the,
3: of the big four sports in America, United States-ish, which of the four do you think is the most most requiring of athletic skills all the way around, which most engaging athletically?
0: I think the NBA.
3: NBA? I think the best athletes are actually in the NHL, but I think, I think from a physical perspective. I would,
1: I would tend to agree with that. Okay. I don't care.
3: I would say hockey. They've got to do the basically back and forth running like NBA. They have to hit like the NFL, and they have You're to swing can be a stick at yeah, I mean, no, a I cylinder <laughs> and right. uh, try to shoot it into a net. Yeah, so it, it I, kind of combines I all think the, the – and athletes, I never watch it.
0: <laughs> I think the best athletes are in the NBA, but I think the most athletic players are definitely NHL players.
3: Bigger athletes, NBA or NFL by size, by width or height?
1: It's height. There's no H on the height. effing end of it. Heights. You'll oh, get, it you'll get me. over it, right? Oh, that's I got go a question, Danny. Right right yeah, yeah. How do you I, talk I, to an
0: angel then?
3: <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go on Danny's page and correct all his <laughs> like Catch
1: a falling star? Exactly. <laughs> it's going to be fun. Uh, no, but
0: um, Boy meets, what's it? Boy meets girl? Boy meets, that was waiting for a start to Boy meets world. Boy meets girl. That was the show. Okay, so
3: are we going by height or width? For what biggest athletes? Yeah, the
0: NBA <laughs> has way bigger athletes. Yeah, because everybody in the NBA could you could put pads on them theoretically. Oh yeah, not the maybe not the seven footers, but the well you know, really James would be a you don't have many three hundred.
1: Man. Oh yeah, three bas- hundred pounds. Well, look at look at the guys that come. Look at the guys that come from basketball to be tight ends. Right. Um, One of them is going in the Hall of Fame this year. Yeah. Again, polls, you don't have
3: man. many three hundred pound basketball players though. Shaq Oliver Miller. One great one. All <laughs> Charles, on.
1: Charles Barkley told him one time, you'd be a great player if you just learned two words. I'm full. <laughs> Mel Turpin. Mel Tur- There's another one. Jeff
2: Crompton. There, there you right. go. Um, Paul McKeskey probably tipped at three bills. Yeah.
1: There was probably and, quite and a few.
2: Great hair, Connie yeah. Shelton. Yeah, by the there way, great hair. Quite a, quite a few over, over a
3: 30-year period. Yeah, but, yeah. but how about now, How about one now. season? And by season, yeah. I Glenn mean – Big Baby David. There you go. Yeah, another one. In yeah. one season, I mean one year, 360 Odd who days. Was, who was the big guy? Stanley Roberts. Stanley yeah. Roberts.
1: There you go. Yep.
3: Harold Miner was pretty fat. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm guessing Shaq.
0: <laughs> I'm guessing Shaq tipped it over three bills. Yeah, oh, yeah. said that. He said Oh, yeah. That's pretty much it, though. I can't yeah. really think of anybody else. Whereas, how
3: many guys in the NFL are over three hundred? Probably, oh half the linemen.
0: Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but um, so the AAF and their rules are—it's are, interesting. I will say this: after four weeks, three weeks. Well, it'll be four this okay. is coming, but after after three weeks of play, yeah, there's a couple of things that are really driving me. I, I really liked it the can't first couple. Crazy. of right? It's driving me crazy. First of all. This week was wild. Like r- a fine young what, what, what was was a rivalry week? How do you have a rivalry week when you've only played two games at that point? I, I don't understand how. Were they I, rematches? It, of yeah, week they, one? They, they were. The same a way you have a lore, rivalry with the
3: Browns and Steelers. It's made up. No, what I'm saying is, is they've only played three games. It's made up. They played well, three was weeks. Was Sean Kemp at the end of his
2: career, Alex? Not at the beginning of his career. He wasn't three bills. <laughs> now every.
0: Probably every one he of owed his three bills a week for pretty well, much yeah, every yeah. one of his baby's mamas at one point probably pushing. He liked small women. He didn't like the no. Big I'm girls. just saying, but they were probably
3: to Sean Kemp. They're all small women, though.
2: Well, this is true. He, he liked them big. on the petite side, though. He wasn't into
0: he wasn't the big girls.
3: <laughs> the phrasing, that too.
0: <laughs> I do want to say this, Danny. Yep. Um, as much as I gave them praise the first week, yeah. you know what they did the first week that that they probably shouldn't have if they want to maintain the league. They missed payroll the first week. Are are you saying that that's a problem? The owner of the Carolina Hurricanes had to step in and basically –
3: Small potatoes. He literally
0: cut them a check.
2: And that's not an investment either from what I understand. No, No, that's not. No.
0: I think somebody called in a favor is what that was. Yeah. Yeah. Now, they called it a clerical error. A clerical error to me is you were supposed to get
1: X amount and
0: you only got they transposed the numbers,
2: right?
1: Yeah. right.
0: That's a clerical you're supposed to get 9040. When got 49. the entire
1: league doesn't get paid, that's a problem. Yeah.
0: Not a very good look.
1: So so you're not you're not having as high a hopes as you had.
0: I don't. I, I think the concepts of it are great. I just don't that, think that they can sustain it if they can't if you can't make payroll the first week. I mean, we're gumball rallying the yep. first week. Yes. And I'm sure <laughs> Neuheisel, who is the coach of the Arizona Hotshots,
1: is probably yep. going, here we yep. freaking go again. Yep. Yeah. No, hey, one of the things, <laughs> by the way, this is one of the things that, you know, I, I brought it up in the chat room. I would honestly, I would never, if I was going to start up a whole new league, I would never start up a football league. One, it's easily the most expensive. So you better have big bankroll to begin with. Two, you, you're probably not going to last in anyway, it because regardless of, you know, you're going to be compared to the NFL and that's not going to help you. And then at the end of it, the NFL ends up taking any innovations you made anyway, claims it at the, as their own,
0: which is what the USFL pretty much did with all of the red flags and, and the, well, look at What do they did with the XFL, right? Look what stole they did the
1: with work. some of the other stuff. I mean, it's yeah. Well, it's like the NBA stole from the NBA. I still
0: think the best thing of the XFL was that stupid wherever they were standing on the goal line and they'd run out. Oh
1: yeah. Run for the, instead of, through, instead, instead of the coin toss, uh, that was, the that was great, fantastic. They should,
0: they should absolutely. I- I'm all for it. So, Terry, where are we at this week? Uh, pending approval. Pending
2: approval. We will be at uh, Painesville-Harvey for the sectional championship in Division Two on Friday night and at uh, Willoughby-South for the sectional championship in Division One on Saturday night.
0: And Benedictine's nowhere in any of those. right? By the way,
3: you do well. They're they're, a they're at job No, they're playing. playing.
2: Yeah, they're at Stowe, but we're not going to go to Stowe.
3: You do a fantastic job on your interviews. I was watching those. I actually Thank get you. to catch him on the break. I'm like, oh,
2: appreciate it. Pretty good. Fairly appreciate it. So you know, you, you actually, actually know
3: too much.
1: Well, you guys. <laughs> no, actually, well,
2: it's, sometimes I do. My questions get a little bit verbose. Yeah, well, I've mean, realized that. At, at risk have of to watch that. Well, at
1: risk of this turning. Into he this, actually
0: stopped. He actually stopped something that he used to do he used to like he would say something to a coach and the coach go, i don't think that that's right yes it is
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he yeah. doesn't do that anymore Hear me
3: now and believe me later <laughs> that's well,
1: exactly it, it i will say at the risk of this becoming like the sammy maudlin show um you guys did honestly did a fantastic job this week it's for the most part i mean and by the way thank you paul de for jumping oh, in. oh absolutely yeah, paul, thank you paul um Harvard. thank you all these guys are coming. I, I've I've said it before. We got a bench that the '87 Lakers would envy. Also, Jimmy um, Jimmy Simonis who helped us out on uh, yeah, Saturday Jimmy, night. Jimmy was very helpful yeah. Saturday night. Yes. No, but uh, you know it, it's the help that we've gotten from him has been tremendous, and yeah, people let us interview yeah. him. It's yeah. fantastic.
3: They, yeah. Yeah. I mean, but, it's not easy if you're not used to doing well, these it. these kids it, are like experts. It's very funny
0: because when we first started doing this, Terry would readily admit that it was difficult. I did it in football because. I think it's 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 a better story when you get both teams, mm-hmm. but we've come to the realization that these teams are very gracious, even even when when they're not, you know, at the top of their, uh, you know, after yeah. winning and losing, you know, it's mm-hmm. it's it's really kind of cool. I I just want to say something, um, Estabula Edgewood and Estabula Lakeside. I I mean. I didn't have any idea what that was going to be like when we went out there. And, um, you know, everybody makes a joke about it being, you know, halfway to Pennsylvania and and all of that, more than halfway to Pennsylvania. Mm -hmm. And besides a couple of, like, real minor, like, not having any internet kind of things, um, it turned out that that Edgewood post-game interview was one of our best-received things ever. And I just want to say thank you. And we are absolutely coming back out to Ashtabula County at some point because uh, you guys showed us uh, a lot of uh, love, and we truly appreciate it.
2: Yeah, I think by far it was the best basketball number yeah. of anything we did. Yeah. And, again, it, it just goes – we talked about it. We learned it in football. People like the coach, but they love the kids. Everybody wants to watch their kid, their neighbor's kid, their nephew, their niece, what have you. It, it's – that's just that's just the, the reality, and that's, you know, and we've had some we've had some great interviews, and I, I you know I have to commend Woj, because he didn't have to bring those two kids up after they lost last Monday, right? And he did, and they answered they answered questions like champs, and and. It, it's tough, you know. It's very difficult to interview a kid. Interviewing a coach after they lose is one thing. Interviewing a kid, a 17, 18 year old kid after they lost is is quite different. And those two kids showed a ton of composure
0: and I'm laughing because I'm thinking of uh, our, our friend from Toledo Whitmer oh. who was incredibly candid when you right, asked him exactly. that first yeah. question. Yeah, Eddie Colbert, right? Yeah, Eddie yeah. Colbert. Yeah. Who's uh, by the way, I think he won player of the he year. He was a Toledo up, area player of the year, year so right? So Which congratulations to
2: him. him. Yep. Um, but yeah, it it is difficult as a as a player on a losing team in a high school to to you know, conduct an interview and again, we greatly appreciate All of those guys stepping up and doing it, and it's amazing
3: how these kids have come such a long way from years ago that they're able to give these fantastic interviews that are better than professional interviews Mm -hmm. in so many ways. Well, because they watch, they're not they 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 watch. Can you imagine interviewing John McEnroe as what we do? He would just like probably after a loss, right? Forget about it.
1: Well, I think part, you know, and I think the other part of it too, the, and it's the part that I've really enjoyed of it, it's starting from the football and coming over through the basketball stuff, the candidness that we get. Yeah. Especially when, because it's just honest, it's raw, it's out there. Mm-hmm. That's the best stuff. And it's been fantastic, and, and I've it's been a fun ride so far. I've enjoyed every bit of it. And,
3: um, <laughs> he said it's tubular. it's, it's, it's tubular. It's out there. <laughs> I, I, Rayanne,
1: she's a stay, yeah, but it's really it's been a fantastic. It, it's just been fantastic. I would like to think
0: that the people that have been gracious with us understand that we're we're trying to put everything that they do in a very positive light, and that because that's what we are trying to do. Yeah, and I, I think it's worked very well for not only our our little thing here but hopefully for for the programs as yeah. a whole because that's really you know, it's
3: like it's like musicians always talk about without the fans we wouldn't be here and it's true really like without yeah. those kids and that's what sure. we're, we're, we're yeah. doing so we're trying to promote that but they're they're giving it to us to do with it right yeah. that's important
2: well and i think the biggest thing and we've, we've kind of joked about this you can call you can call us irreverent all you want but I think that the reason that these coaches and players are so generous with their time is because we respect the game, games, and we respect the coaches and we respect the players. We're not looking to put anybody in a, in a bad spot. We've had a couple of situations where interviews could have gone sideways. Yep. Oh yeah, and we stopped them
3: from doing it. We're not looking to take sound bites and blow them into something. Right. right? Yeah, nobody's nobody show we're, for the next we're, month.
2: We're not. We're not looking to forward ourselves because we made somebody else look bad. We have right. no interest in making anybody look bad. Because right? it doesn't make we, us look good. Right, we, want, we just want to give more story than the numbers that the game produced. You yeah. know, It's easy to talk about, well, Johnny did this or Joey did that or, you know, Schmoo hit the game winner for John Carroll the other day. But to be able to talk to mm. them and, and talk about what they went through and how things happened, I, I think is huge. And I think that that's what people kind of That's what resonates with people. And that's
0: what was funny, Danny, because Danny and I started something. Actually, it it helped that, you know, we obviously know John Telich a little bit, and uh, we're hopefully Mm going to have JT on our show here real soon because he started his own weekly or bi-weekly podcast, and we're going to talk to him a little bit about that. But, you know, when we did did the first, you know, you're watching the Game of the Week thing, a lot of people – including like Alex was one that kind of said, I don't understand these guys are your rivals They're yeah. I've never viewed any of them no. like that at all. And I don't think, th- I don't think any of us. I, and I again, any if any one out. of them asked, like Terry was on uh, when we did the play by play or we didn't do play by play, but they did of W I N T did of, uh, Met, East. Met Lakota East and Terry was on at halftime and was rattling off stats left and right. And not because he was necessarily promoting what we do, but he was trying to help them promote what they're doing. Right. And that's kind of how we we do things. And and I hope everybody feels the same way about us. Like we feel about them.
1: And I, and I know Jake Corona said the same thing. Hey, we're all in this. Basically it's, we're all in this together. Right. Right. It's, Without Jay and, and, and oh the guys God. at the
0: News Herald, I yeah. mean it's it's been invaluable. So Absolutely. Jay and John Camp yeah. have been oh, man. You know,
2: and, and they've been huge for us. Absolutely. And Nate Nate has helped Nate just, and Panalski
0: right. and when he isn't keeping you from asking <laughs> questions. <laughs> only happened once. Once. Yes. And <laughs> only happened. But it's
2: yeah. it's I mean it has been a blast and, and again, I mean we're gonna continue to cover it through through the playoffs as far as we can go. I, I don't know that we're gonna get credentialed. And yeah, we
0: have Euclid now. That's good. <laughs> right. I don't know that we're gonna get
2: credentialed in Columbus and I don't know that any of us can get there anyways if if somebody from the area gets that far. Uh, but we'll roll it into baseball and softball it and might, there'll probably be a little be, bit of track coverage in the it, spring and
1: it might be on one of my treks either back down or back up at this rate. But yeah,
2: yeah. It, it could be. And and the other thing is again, I mean, as, as we've kind of gone through this, we're now getting other people to buy in for other sports where you know, we'll have more coverage in the fall of football. We'll have more college football yeah. as well, as we've gotten a couple other people to say, you know, schools to say, hey, yeah, all you got to do is ask. We've established now a, a that's contact all we do. there and right. <laughs> that's that's so all we're we gonna, do. We're yeah. going
0: to hopefully get some college baseball, too. We talked a little bit with the, with sports, the folks at John Carroll. Uh, John yeah. talked about so. the big
3: bats. That's right.
0: So it's uh, a lot of exciting things on the horizon here at Talkback Fans. Uh, we won't bore you anymore with, with those types of details. We'll just get them when they come. And, uh, but other than that, anybody got anything before we go? I think that's about it. I mean, I'm here for a couple of weeks. Awesome. Until <laughs> thank you for driving home. Now Danny's got to drive all the way back to North Carolina. Cause you know, yeah,
1: you should, know, <laughs> probably should be. thank the sponsors. Yeah, we probably should. Yeah. Should, we yes, should probably thank the sponsors. I definitely got to thank those guys. Go ahead, Terry, oh, you're man.
2: so good at that dugout sports, Dave Nager, attorney at law. Clearview window and gutter cleaning, Pepco Victory Park, the Matter Salt Cave, Seasonal Sporting Goods, Clearview. and Twisted Cow, Beef Jerky.
0: What about Clearview? I Clearview? said Clearview. I didn't yeah. hear you.
2: Yeah. And we're always looking for more sponsors. Again, yeah. I it, without the, the support of the sponsors, we couldn't cover the, the games anything. that we cover. Yeah. Um, so we are always looking for more sponsors. So if there's any local yeah. business out there that is is that you know, no, likes what we're doing, likes what we're doing and, and is looking to continue to support. We're always looking for if, if you want to do it sports specific, it, you know, we'll take football only sponsors. We'll take basketball only sponsors, you know, spring sport only sponsors. Uh, let us know what you're trying to do and, and we'll put it. We'll put together a, a little advertising package um, and we'll go from there. Mm-hmm.
0: Mike, are you playing this week anywhere?
3: I am. I'm playing at Otis's Cruise Inn. Uh, West 117th and Western. Is that with Otis, or, without the, gonna, with or right. without the Knights?
1: I was going with or without the Knights?
3: With the uh fabulous backstage. lamma lama
1: ding dong. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: Get the here. Oh, 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 oh. back into my
0: uh Otis, my man.
3: And that's eight to eleven thirty this Saturday at Otis's cruising.
2: Backtracks. You are my bit.
3: Oh, who was the guitar God. player in that band, by I the take way? Take
2: seven carlings and a rock and ride.
3: In that band? Famous guitar player. Real guitar player. Was it George Benson? No. Uh,
2: like Benson. Love her Robert Cray.
0: I was like, it? Yes. I like Benson. Robert Cray. Still who can go There you go. And that note, this has been Talkback <laughs> Talk fans. Fans. Nice fans. I'm Pat Lightman. I'm Danny Boyce. Terry like Mike Mahaline. And we'll see you. Friday, Friday night, night from Painesville, hopefully. All right. Hopefully. Hopefully.